0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: If those things get implemented well, the more you talk about it, the more I think about it, the more I do like, because it is something I've wanted for a really long time, bring us back to that feeling of finding something cool in Raid and wanting to get out with it. To Dude, use, like... not to sell. But I just feel like they have to get so many other things right. And
2: see, now you've changed my mind back to being pessimistic. <laughs> <as> <laughs> no.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co hosts, Jesse Zam.
2: <laughs> and I'm Veritas, uh, a rule breaker, a <laughs> heartbreaker. Yeah, I um, I don't know about you, but I never follow the directions to like don't do not microwave this cup. Do not reheat. Mm. I always do, and although some sometimes they have like a little metal like ring in them, mm-hmm. and you end up with like a burn mark.
1: Oh my! I
2: think I think it it enhances the flavor. The flavor you know.
1: it's a yeah, yeah a flavor enhancer. Yeah, is that some Mickey D's coffee? How old is that that you nuked it? um four hours or something okay mcdonald's mcdonald's has pretty good coffee yo their coffee is top tier it's
2: better than fucking starbucks coffee yeah
1: like mcdonald's has good coffee
2: yeah i mean well it's one of those things that like it depends on who makes it of course there's half of the people that we see when i see them making my coffee at my local mcdonald's i'm like oh good Half the time i'm like there's fucking guys making my coffee and i know it's like it's it's completely black, but like tastes worse than black coffee yeah. somehow. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he explicitly goes and just, ugh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck he does. That this this one is like, man, I don't know. It's not amazing, but I can't. I just have to drink it because I'm addicted.
1: Yeah, gotta get that caffeine hit. Gotta mm. get that caffeine hit. What's up? <sighs> uh, not much. How's your Thanksgiving? Good. For those Good. of us who are in America, I know you, you Canadians did it last month or like a few weeks ago. Not yeah, you Canadians, some, but some Canadians I watch.
2: Boxing Day is not Canadian Thanksgiving or Black Friday. Correct. It's neither. I thought it was like a British thing, not a Canadian thing. Oh, I had a, uh, observed by, what the, what the fuck are Commonwealth nations... Oh, okay. Sorry, it <laughs> was just like a debate that was had.
1: <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> a,
2: a debate that was had. Someone said something about like, oh, yeah, it's Boxing Day in Canada. I'm like, I don't think, I thought it was the UK, and I thought it was not Thanksgiving. It turns out I was half right. It is celebrated, celebrated yeah. in Canada, but like 55
1: other countries. Okay. Boxing Day in Canada is when... Is, was when all the can Canadians get their rage out so that, that's when they can be nice they all just throw on boxing gloves and it's just 24 hours of the purge
2: yeah and then so that's that why
1: the they're question. so nice the rest of the year that
2: was the question we were trying to figure out whether or not the boxing had to do with um like <laughs> boxing like boxes like a big box store yeah. or whether it was like fighting like like that kind of boxing yeah I think it's like wow. when they wrap their
1: presents or something
2: Is it called Boxing Day? I love love how Google is like, why is it called the Bong Cloud opening? Which is a it's a meme opening in chess called the Bong Cloud. The
1: Bong Cloud.
2: Yeah, it actually has an amazing (laughs) history that I almost deserves a documentary in and of itself. I love it. There's a guy named Lenny Bong Cloud. Oh, that's his name. What a god tier name. Dude, his name is Lenny Bong Cloud, and he lenses basically every game he plays for like a decade. On chess.com, he's legendary. But what he does, the first move, he moves the pawn in front of his king. Okay. Forward. The next move, he moves his king forward, which is like the yeah, dumbest thing to do. Because you can't castle, you're moving it out for protection. <laughs> and what he does is he he's playing a game. It's a different game than everybody else. He's trying to get his king to the other side of the board. And then if he does, he resigns and he's like, I won incredible so that's like an opening where if you're like memeing if you're playing with a friend if you're like a grandmaster playing against a grandmaster and they like want to have a little bit of fun they might open with the bong cloud and then the other one will open with the bong cloud so it's like we both start with a disadvantage but like oh we'll see where it goes and i was like i have to know why is it called the bong cloud i'm like is it the shape of the thing And, and then i found lenny bong cloud's account
1: Bong Cloud is an S tier last name, and Lenny is such a perfect first name. Like Lenny Boncloud, It would have been so much worse if it was like Mike, like Mike or Steven Bong Like Lenny yeah. Boncloud. Cloud. Wow. That was the worst. We just went from Thanksgiving <sighs> to Boxing Day to then Lenny Bong Cloud real fast, and I kind of loved it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Wow. Wow, was wow, your wow. wow. Good? Uh, it was good. Yeah. Spent some time, you know, with the. The little ones got to hang out with grandma. And grandpa for a little bit was was good. Was a good time. Nice. And and great, dude, you want to know, like existential, like not dread, but just like moment. Like it's crazy when we go and like see my wife's family and stuff like that. So like my wife's grandmother is still alive. So to see like all on one couch, like a woman, like four generations, her daughter, her daughter and her son yeah and you're just like what the hell you know what i mean like she's like uh my wife's uh grandmother's like 98 and you just like and you think like their parents were like a- alive when lincoln was yeah, president. <laughs> I mean, yeah
2: it's seriously like, dude it's like whoa wait a minute what bro you know?
1: it like sometimes i just like think about that kind of stuff and it gets nuts Oh my God.
2: You you just think about how, like, how recent, like the 1776, 1800s. It's like, it was a few generations. Yeah, like four or
1: five generations. Like, it's kind of, dude, it's, it's, yeah, it was nuts.
2: 1865. I mean, was, was that that 140 years divided by what the, like,
1: yeah. Yeah. And she's, uh, she's like 98. So it only is like 42 years. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's insane, dude. Crazy. Crazy. But yeah, so Thanksgiving was good. Spent some time. Good stuff. Chilling. Yeah.
2: Yeah, man. I've, uh, I discovered a new, a new content addiction. Yes. Um, it was another one of those, whatever's happening it's like the lock picking lawyer again. <gasps> this is another one of those, uh, like, all of a sudden people are talking about <laughs> it. I watched that and it just came up in my recommendations. Yes. It's completely unrelated to something, and then you see all their videos are getting millions of views, and it's like, I was, I always wonder, like, what, what happened with like lock picking lawyer or Bro. this particular channel? Um, but it, I've been watching wristwatch revival.
1: Oh, have you heard about it? No, but I mean, I'm assuming it's uh just like watch restoration.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I have um, seen
1: tons of watch restoration videos on TikTok and I always watch yeah. them all. So maybe I've come across it without knowing.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, it's crazy because I, I clicked on the video. It was like, you know, a woman took this Rolex diving or something and it was like shows it all scuffed up and whatever and like, you know, damaged. And then I'm I'm listening and I'm like this guy's voice is really familiar. Like it sounds like Marshall Sutcliffe, who was the announcer in like Magic the Gathering. He's like one of uh, the he's, he's always the announcer in every single major event and everything like that. And he's like, hey guys, it's Marshall. I'm like, what? This guy somehow has this other YouTube channel, wristwatch. Revival. Oh, it is.
1: So it is him. It is.
2: It's, yeah, yeah.
1: Um. That's amazing. And-
2: but it's like he's got like nine camera angles, and you see he's working on all these watches, and he takes them apart, and dude. he's got a million tools and a microscope camera and all this stuff, dude. It's fascinating, and, and the videos are like forty five minutes long. There's no music. He just sits and he oh, that's incredible while he takes them apart, and go, like and they're beautiful on the inside. I've never seen the inside of so a many pieces, dude. Unbelievable, it's unbelievable, and and I'm like just like just like locks now learning how <laughs> watches work. Like it's just. It's just enriched my life a little bit more, like yeah, knowing how knowing that I've taken for granted my whole life
1: is more complicated you know. than you could have ever imagined. Yeah,
2: and you look at some of these watches that were made in like 1920, and the screws are like you need a microscope. How the fuck did they make? Dude, I
1: don't know. Yeah, that's such a good point. That's cool. no idea. Whist, wrist, wrist watch revival i need to yeah. i need to i need to check that out i've seen tons of that i've also lock picking lawyer is now on tiktok as well and his videos keep popping up in my feed oh, bro and oh, it's man. so it's so good which is funny because that's the thing is that like he can pick most of them in like a minute you know what i mean like they can fit in a tiktok video because he's that good like it's insane yep that's cool wrist watch revival that's a good one that's a good one I'm, indeed and in, talking of content that i've been watching i somebody tagged us on twitter about it but the makers of dark made a new tv show and the first season just aired 1899,
2: 1899. have you watched I saw the trailer Blech. i haven't watched it yet i'm f-
1: five or six episodes deep there's eight episodes and it's is it like as good as dark bro it's very different you know what I mean? It's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's got a bunch of the same
2: cast. Yeah. It's like got the a main character. Yeah. The is main the is the
1: like middle-aged Jonas. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's really good so far. It's really good. It's creepy. It's slow. Kind of like, the, you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, it's really good. It, it feels very, it feel like it, if, if I didn't know that I would be like, yo, this, this feels like the people from dark made it. And it did. It's, it's really good. So you should definitely check yeah. it out. I'm I'm yeah, gonna finish it, it probably tonight or tomorrow, but it's really good. Um uh, but yeah, uh you've been uh playing a whole lot of Tarkov, I'm assuming. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> just
2: no, nonstop. I'm just, I'm just losing at chest. 18 hours. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I don't even I literally don't even want to talk about it. Yesterday I won like every game I played all day long. Today I lost every single game. Mm. I just don't I don't understand. Yeah. It's I hate that it normally it's obvious to me, like when Mm. things like that happen like i hate (laughs) not understanding yeah something and it's not even that i don't under like i don't understand chess yeah of course but i don't understand why i don't understand or why i don't yeah you know like somebody the the way it feels is like imagine if someone walked up to you and they were like hey buddy and they slapped you in the face you're like oh what the fuck and then they came up to you and they're like hey you're like oh god damn and they went, hey, and you're like, no, nope. you dodged out of the way. And you're like, yeah, OK. And then they go, hey, and they hit you. And you're like, oh, why did not I move? And like, yeah. it just happens over and over again. And it's like I like move a piece. I look at all the things I move a piece. I'm like, OK, cool. And then it's like Hachung! your queen is gone. I'm like, why did I see it? <laughs> yeah, there's only eight pieces on the board. How could I not see it? And you just can't see it, dude. I don't know, bro.
1: I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm going through like a midlife fucking crisis. <laughs> a midlife chess crisis. I mean, yeah. I can understand that at a 10,000 foot view because of how many, because of just everything you've told me and some of my other friends have told me about chess and how like, how many layers of thinking there are. There's the right now, there's the near future, there's the end game, and you're thinking about it all like four moves in and it's like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And I've I've, I've lurked while you've showed some of those like, your graphs of how the like, like and, yeah, you, yeah, and yeah. you're just like, oh yeah, just know all that in your brain to be good at chess, Lamau. You know what I mean? I'm like, Jesus up. Christ.
2: Ah, just do the fucking Lenny Bong cloud. He's got the right yeah, idea. Just
1: hit that Lenny Bong cloud. Well, we do have a little bit of Tarkov news um, and stuff going on. Um, so they released chapter three in the Chronicles of Rigi who, which is like chapter three (coughs) is like videos that they've put on their YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Rizzy has been a character in almost every single event since like the pre wipe that was happening this time last year, like leading up to the 12.12 wipe. I'm pretty sure we had like Rizzy stuff. And then all in the spring when they did that, like 1.5 trillion, he was involved in all of that stuff, a bunch of the events a bunch of the events have been like Killa or Tagilla or the rogues moving around maps specifically to find him. The most recent sanitar event was he was on customs looking for Rizzy. So like, it's all connected. But like, this was chapter three and spoiler alert if you didn't see it, but it looked like he died at the end of the video. He was. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen this yet. He was
2: fucking Ikea. Yeah. 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 Great.
1: Um. Uh, he's got, and then he like spills something in Sanitar's lab. You said that just as it happened. That was like, uh, you were narrating it. And then he, wait, what happens after that? And then he goes back to his hideout.
2: I mean, clearly that's gotta be like the fucking virus or something. Yeah. Like, the virus.
1: <laughs> I was thinking internet history. The, the, the virus. Um, <laughs> and then he just like passes out.
2: Oh yeah. He looks, he looks sick. Yeah. He looks like something fucked him up all oh, God. But then
1: like uh then like like Dimitri like retweeted the tweet and was like R. I. P. Rizzy. Like it was like it felt like he died. You know what I mean? I don't know if he did, but it felt like he died. Um anyway, so I don't even know what the story is with him. I don't remember why he's important. I don't remember why people want him. I, rem- I just know that it's been like eighteen months of my life. That I was supposed to have cared about him. <clears throat> Anyways, so then they released that and then an event happened, which I hope Chad hasn't told you just because I want your <laughs> reaction.
2: An event? I haven't heard anything, no. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the Dude, there's no way he really died at the end. He did definitely didn't die. Um, you don't just blur, fade <clears throat> out, and then that's not a death scene.
1: I feel you. The current event is you take 100% additional damage to your PMC in perpetuity. And every level that you have of your immunity skill reduces that by 1%. So I have 1500 raids this wipe. I'm level 60 and i've easily spent 20 million rubles on stims and my immunity is level 10 so every <laughs> every <laughs> single raid that i go into i take 90% additional damage every except for your head everywhere except for your head but you have plus 20 strength plus 20 endurance plus 20 like metabolism your um carry weight is increased pretty significantly and um you you know how like the propitol heals you for one hp per second for 300 seconds you get two hp per second just forever healing so every time you get shot you just immediately start healing two hp without propitol. yeah without anything yeah you don't have a painkiller on permanently but if you get shot you're just immediately going to start healing two hp per second
2: yo i mean that right there sounds like an interesting idea to be honest (laughs) Having like some automatic healing, just like yeah. over time. So like
1: the so people are like kind of calling it like the Call of Duty event because like that's everyone's complaining at the t- time. I'm not saying they did it, but I was, like that's what people call it because like the time to kill in Call of Duty is so short. But that's how all of those games work, where you get shot, all you have to do is hide, and eventually you just heal back up. So like yeah. <laughs> it's that concept where like it's plus strength, plus endurance, plus metabolism. They increased your carry weight and gave you permanent heal, so everybody's moving faster and everyone's weaker a year ago yeah yeah kind of yeah so it's like but you take twice as much damage and what's funny is that this is the second event now they did the toxication event before the last wipe where um if you have max immunity you're not affected at all so like smitty stone and like seven other people are just playing the game with cheats on basically because they don't they don't have the damage thing but they have the buffs and everyone else has the damage thing, <laughs> like they've
2: got all the buffs, and they already have like max level everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. So they can pop a Meldonin and take ten percent less damage, and everyone else on the map is taking between ninety and a hundred percent more damage. I wonder if like does it actually
2: fucking feel any different?
1: No, honestly. See, that's the thing is that my guess would like
2: my gut is like. Taking 100% more damage is, is
1: yeah. It's,
2: especially if, let's say you do five ri- five raids in a day, because of all the RNG with armor and with bullets, sometimes it's two bullets, sometimes it's four bullets. So, like, normally the variation yeah. within a, a given it's fight can exactly. be 200, 300% different. It
1: just feels like you lose the RNG battle all day. Like, none of the stuff that you die to feels, like, impossible. It just feels like you die to the bullcrap all day. Like, it, I mean, it feels a little different. You kill people pretty quick. Like, if you can get, like, one or two headshots on them. Obviously, leg meta. Like, basically, I the, the way I found, like, I played Tarkov yesterday, and it was, like, really fun. But it was because I have the the means, right? 40 million rubles and a stash full of loot to just, like, turn this event into a meme. I was running Keter's and, like, Glocks with rip. And, like, leg meta is insane, right? 45 ACP rip rounds, two tap to the leg. Boom, boom, dead. You're dead um rip slugs do so much damage that even if you have uh, level 20 immunity one rip slug to the leg does 500 damage to you so you're just dead one rip, slug. i died to rip slugs four times last night literally if it scrapes your fingernail you're dead to a rip slug um so like that's kind of like annoying when that happens and stuff like that um especially because it, like this event would be kind of fun but it like you know the net code and the audio exacerbate because like you're just like so you're such a glass cannon But it was basically, I was just like, it was just memes. I was just like memeing with freaking flesh damage and stuff like that. But yeah, dude, that's the event. And it was so funny because I legitimately (laughs) was like, I just was like, I just want to know if they thought it was going to be a good event. Like, I want to know if they were like excited to see the community's reaction or if they knew like are, are they at this point are they like poking at us because it's hilarious to them or did like sean over at hq was he like super hyped because like 10 minutes after the event started bro twitter was like exploding and was just like what the hell like why why i don't understand do you want us to play your game or not you know what i mean so like
2: i wonder i mean a part of me also thinks <laughs> that like let's say you're a newbie and you have dog shit guns and no armor like yeah maybe it makes it easier to kill the top do you, do you know the what top end guys yeah like not <laughs> not i guess compared to what it used to be
1: yeah you know what sucks though is that ai doesn't have any any change to their health yeah of course not so that that's truly like so i popped the game live and i was like this event sucks and then I played for, like, an hour, and I had some, like, really funny, like, encounters. And I was, like, chat. I was, like, this could be way more fun than I thought. And then I was on a way out of a raid after I killed five people. And I heard, Shua gile," And I fell over dead. And I was, like, yep. Oh, God. And that we're back. Sucks
2: so bad. Because,
1: like, when I'm fighting PMCs, we're all in the same playing field, right? So I 1v3'd, like... I 1v3'd a, a squad, and at the end, I felt like such a god, because I was like, if they had hit me basically twice, I was dead, right? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I won this. I was like, that's so sick. I kill another guy, I kill another guy. I loot everybody up. I'm I'm walking. I'm 10 feet away from RUAF, and I hear, Shwojile, SKS, and I'm dead. And it's like, okay, this sucks, because when I'm fighting the PMCs, we're on the level playing field of everybody's messed up. You know what I mean? Like, really, truly, only, like, Ten people probably have max immunity. So just about everybody kind of has the level playing field of one or two leg shots in your toast, except the AI. And so like you can shoot them eight times, you know, you get you hit them in the arms, none of it counts. and then they just, you know they all have freaking magnum buckshot, you know what I mean or like seven six two yeah. PS, which is which are big rounds. And they just like one tap you, and it's like, damn! If you like deleted the AI from this, or gave the AI like fifty percent of their health as well, this event could low key be fun. Just like, like literally, like SWAT. You remember you ever play SWAT in Halo? Like that was one of my favorite modes. You know, what I mean? it would be like, like Tarkov SWAT. Sniper. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, and like reduced HP. It's basically with the battle rifle, it's a one tap to the head. And so, like, it would basically be like Tarkov SWAT, where like, yeah, and uh, If you're new. Bring in your stock SKS. You're you're going to be one-tapping people. It'll be kind of fun. Yeah. But then the AI and the bosses and all the stuff that still spawn are just, like, freaking rip. It just, like, sucks the fun out of it when you, you know, wipe a five-man and then die to an SKS scab. Yeah. <laughs> even faster than you normally die to the SKS scab when you're frustrated. So now it's just, like, instead of him... He doesn't need the double damage bug to kill you anymore because all the bullets are double damage bugged, so... Do you
2: find yourself actually aiming for the legs more often if you're not memeing? Like, no, it, no,
1: I'm terrible at that, bro. I've, I died like eight times last night because I brought <clears throat> leg medic kits and I shoot people just center of mass nonstop, and then they, and then they kill yeah. me. I, it's so hard to for me to rewrite that mental code of like shoot for center mass or head, but those are the only things you ever aim for.
2: Yep. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, for the longest time, I was trained to like slow down and try to tap the head. But yeah. then with the net code and the jittery movement and stuff, I had to untrain myself because it was just impossible. It was yeah. just impossible, yeah. right? But then you, when you watch me play DMZ, it's like, what about headshot? Yeah, headshot, yeah. Headshot, 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 right? um So it's like, I'm not lacking the skills to hit moving targets. It's just when there's a ton of weapon sway that is largely random. Right. Like yeah. it's not the same every time. If you move, if you make the same inputs, you're yeah. not going to get the same output. Yeah. Because of the weapon sway, sometimes goes to the left, sometimes goes to the right. Yeah. If your stamina has gone, it takes a while for it to like actually stabilize. Yeah. And you have the breath and then you have the jittery movement. It's just really hard to like line up the shots. Yep. Yeah. Or you just used to be easier.
1: Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so the event was like super interesting because it was like everyone was like, this is dumb. And then I played it and I was like, this is actually kind of fun. And then I was like, nah, this is kind of (laughs) dumb. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it'll be fun to just meme around on. But like, I I hope this event's like 48 hours. You know what I mean? Like if it's if if like, if we're talking about this event going on on the next podcast, I'm not going to be playing Tarkov probably. Like, it's just not going to woof.
2: Have you been playing Tarkov mostly or have you been playing a little bit more DMZ or what?
1: Uh, A little bit of both. Um a little bit of both. I did I was doing some sponsor stuff for the, like Warhammer Dark which I don't know if you ever played any of the Warhammer games. It's like uh you ever play Left 4 Dead back in the day? Yeah, I wasn't really a fan. Okay. Do you ever play like the like Doom? Doom? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like if Doom and Left 4 Dead had a baby in in the universe of Warhammer 40K, which is like one of the most extensively lore-rich universes in all of like sci-fi and it's like Nuts! It's actually
2: really fun. <laughs> so I've only ever seen my buddy who I worked with, one of the guys that actually got me into magic way back in the day. Um, he and actually he's he was like my second subscriber ever, actually on Twitch. Really? Um, yeah. He he would do like the tabletop. Yeah. The painted figurines. He'd spend all kinds of money and time to like hand paint all these things with these elaborate sets. With, yep. You know. Um, I didn't know. I didn't really know there was like a game and first they, person yeah,
1: shooter. They've done a few. So like there's been a few other games like Space Marine and Vermintide and a few other games. There's been a, b- a bunch of books, there's the tabletop thing, there's the figurines, there's a few games, there was like a fan-made anime or like series. It's interesting stuff. Um anyways, that was fun. I've been playing a little bit of DMZ. Um but mostly mostly Tarkov. Mostly Tarkov. Um yeah, there, there is some DMZ stuff I did want to talk about later, though. But um, so we got that. We got the Chronicle of Reggie video. We got the event. Then we got a um a notification of some downtime tomorrow. So tomorrow, November 28th at 2 a.m. Eastern, we plan to install a technical update. The installation will take approximately four hours. So we're getting four hours of downtime tomorrow. Uh, I don't think it's like wipe or anything crazy like that, but... It's close enough that it could be putting in the the beginnings of, like, pre-wipe and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, normally, it's like, normally, we get one to two weeks of pre-wipe. Every wipe for the past two years, pre-wipe has gotten more and more complicated. You know what I mean? Where It used to be, like, Raiders are everywhere, and then everything's 99% off. Like, that was pre-wipe. That yeah. was it. For like, six wipes in a row. And they've been
2: doing all these elaborate events with yeah, different things.
1: like lore stuff, and then like last wipe they did the thing. You remember the thing where it was like the um, everybody's intoxicated, and the airdrops drop one single antidote stim. and the, this was so this Wait, when was this? This was the okay, so the, this was the pre-wipe event for this the wipe that happened in the summer. So this was like June. It was oh, okay, everybody's yeah. everybody's intoxicated. The, so it was like the extracts don't open for 10 minutes and you're going to die in eight minutes unless you like bosses had the one antidote stem and the airdrops that came in would have one antidote stem. And that was like a crazy pre wipe because it was all it was all pushing PVP content fast pace fast pace fast pace because you had to get the thing you had to take the stem you had to get to the extract.
2: Did you just buy or bring in the antidotes?
1: Uh... I think, but you can only put like one on your person or something. I, I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. That was a crazy event. I actually really enjoyed that one. But like that was like a um they they've just been going crazy with events and been doing a bunch of them. Like there's a lot more events that happen, like, you know, day after day after day. Uh oh yeah, it was like unlimited stamina. Yeah. That event was actually fun as junk. Um so so it could be like I'm not necessarily expecting pre-wipe to start tomorrow, but like it's it's pretty You know they're doing four hours of downtime, so it's got to be something. There isn't any like egregious like bug that's in the game that I see them needing to like patch ASAP. And they keep saying over and over again in every possible Q and A that they still want to release this patch this year. They want to release Streets before the end of the year. So if they were really confident in all that stuff, and they if like if they wanted to do a wipe before Christmas, it wouldn't surprise me if pre wipe starts in the next three to five days, goes for one or two week, and then we get wipe so we'll see I'm, i mean at this point i'm just like we'll wait and see it was just more of like an interesting anecdote that they said hey we're doing a an update tomorrow and so it was like could be could be pre-wipe
2: yeah, yeah so is that is that what everybody's thinking that's going to be uh a big patch and a wipe for christmas
1: Hmm. yeah i think we i think we i think we are going to get streets with this next patch i don't know if we're going to get this next patch before the end of the year that makes sense. I think they're committed to putting out streets and that might mean that they're like hey, we have to push into January. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that the patch gets pushed to February, March, April, but it's just like but I I do think we'll probably get streets in the next patch. They're doing drops again? I don't know. Honestly, I I hope so. Drops are yeah. drops are dope. Drops are super fun. Um but I don't know. Um I'll see, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, based on, you know, I'm kind of working on a, a video right now talking about this, but like, I know it's all copium and I know that I'm addicted to the copium, but like, <laughs> um, if they land the plane on this patch, uh, once again, not based on what Jesse wants in the patch, but based on what Nikita just said was going to be in the patch two weeks ago in a QA with Bestley, right? Um, the next. 2023 could be a, a crazy year. You know what I mean? Because like for a long time, streets has been the like. um, For a long time, streets has been like the gatekeeper to just a lot of other systems, like the storyline quests, we won't get until we get much closer. A lot of the like traders, a lot of the like boss mechanics, a lot of the just like mechanics of things they want have all been like, this is going to happen on streets. So we need to get streets in before we can do this. So like that's yeah, the
2: storyline quests 1.0 yeah too,
1: right? that's like, 1.0 there's been a ton of people obviously a, a bunch of people have been working on streets so so we have like basically we're really close to the end of the maps once we get streets out right because like the only other map that's on the map that we're not gonna get is terminal and terminals obviously not the size of streets so like so it's it's really hard to like on one hand you're like uh, Tarka uh, BSG is really slow at making maps, but then on the other hand, <laughs> a big patch
2: with a bitch. I just typed in chat with a bitch patch. I meant to say <laughs> big patch.
1: Um, because like, remember the whole lighthouse debacle last year, where like in the summer of last year, they were like, we're actually going to do lighthouse first, and it's in gray box. And you were like, you must have misspoke. And Nikita was like, no, it's in gray box. And then they actually released it that year. Like they powered through that map and then everyone's been working on streets. So after streets, the only other thing is terminal and the like starter area. So like he
2: also meant something different too when he said gray box, he meant something different than I thought. Yeah. Like there's, there's a couple different interpretations and I wasn't sure
1: which he was using, but yeah. But, um, anyways, so like between that, they've said that they want to put, put a new audio engine in and and replace steam audio. They said that arena is going really good. Um, everything he said that's coming more hideout stuff, the light keeper and the in trader. So it'll be really interesting. I mean, like it would be absolutely insane if like, <laughs> um, they release streets, a big patch and then like sometime in the late spring, early summer, they release arena or at least like public testing for it. Like, oh my God, that would be insane. You know what I mean? To like keep people just interested, and then that would lead people into the new wipe, and then maybe by the fall we get, like, the actual release of, of Arena, and, like, they, you know, they could get into a place where they can really ping-pong content a little bit, but, yeah, I don't know. So, we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. Actually, on the topic of drops, didn't, I mean,
2: didn't the last few times they sort of did their own internal drops?
1: Well, okay, so they did Twitch drops, and then they started doing Twitch drops for a bunch of stuff. They started doing Twitch drops for, like, the summer wipes as well. And then they started doing Twitch drops for, like, their podcasts. And yeah, then, like, yeah, and then they stopped doing Twitch drops for their own podcasts. During the Tarkov TV Live, they were like, type in this code on the website, which went terribly every time they've done it.
2: Did they do, but have they done Twitch drops since they did those promo no. codes on our website? So I wonder if yeah. they, like, are, like, fuck using, like, Twitch integration yeah. because people just bitch about it. They constantly are like, yeah. when do I get my drops? How does it work? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I didn't get anything. I watched for X hours.
1: Yeah, so that's interesting. We don't know if they're going to be doing drops. We don't know if they're going to be doing Twitch drops. We don't know if they're going to be doing their own thing that maybe a more fleshed out version of that. We don't, They could be doing nothing. They haven't really said anything. So, um, but, yeah, that, that'll be interesting. And then... Um, <clears throat> So, other than the patch, we also got a tease for the Lighthouse Sniper boss. Did you see that? We no, that on Twitter. Yeah, or? seventeen second clip. Basically, it's like Twilight. Three PMCs are walking along the bridge. Wait, with like Bella? Yeah. No, like Jacob was there. Oh my Edward. god. Edward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did I think we already we already
2: talked about my <laughs> admiration for?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Twilight. Um. Um, so that was, uh, basically three PMCs walking along the bridge. They all get sniped. And then in the shadows, you see antler man stand up with an (laughs) AXMC. So like people were like, are you super excited, dude? I was playing, I was playing the other day on shoreline, right? And people in the chat were like, bro, are you excited for the new boss that they teased? The new sniper boss. And like three minutes after that, I was on shoreline. I was chasing down some PMCs. I, I'm i looking around. I throw a bunch of nades. I clear a bunch of corners. I run out three feet, fall over dead, got double damage bug by M61 to Bird Eye, who just God knows where he was. And I'm like, yeah, I'm super excited for the sniper boss with the better gun than the RSAS. You know I he mean? using a thermal? <laughs> I don't know. It looks like a thermal. Maybe it's the HHS.
2: I can't tell. It's super dark. It's, it's twi- hashtag Twilight. Hashtag Twilight.
1: But it's like... You Dude, know you know I've what I mean?
2: Some, he's giving me some fucking um, <clears throat> true detective...
1: Yeah, season, season one. one. ...vibes with the antlers. Yep. And the... Yo, Carcosa. Yeah, oh, my. That was such a great season of television. Oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> so, that... Now, that leads us to a lot of stuff, though, where, like, we don't know... That's confusing cuz like it's just the rabbit hole man like would would they release that boss without the lightkeeper trader because his whole purpose as a as a boss is to protect the lightkeeper so would they introduce him without the lightkeeper if they introduce him with the lightkeeper then that has much crazier implications the original plan was that you would never really fight this boss But he existed and you had to gain favor with him so that he would let you across the bridge, which a lot of people have been pointing out could be. Have you seen during the Halloween event? There was uh, you know how there's like the flares that you and then the flare gun. Yeah. So there's the flare gun. There's a green cartridge in the flare gun that when you shoot that all the scavs in the vicinity become friendly to you. Did you ever see any of that? That's no. a thing. It's in the game. I have those green flares in my stash right now.
2: Wait, so that's as a PMC.
1: <laughs> yes. So that happened during the Halloween event, and then after during the Sanitar event, people that had huh. them were using that to get their melee kills on Sanitar for the quest. You'd run into fortress and hit it, and Sanitar's and all his goons would just run up to you and they're chill. And there's cli-
2: if you kill one, do they unchill? Yeah. Then they're
1: like, Bruh. I'm pretty
2: sure. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Because I like something they would completely fucking break too. I'm surprised they if they pulled that off.
1: Yeah. So that would be interesting if it was something like that, because a flare would make a lot of sense, right? You're way over here. The sniper boss is way over there. You pop the green flare and then you've got, you know, 10 minutes of time to like get over there, get your thing. That would also be really interesting for, it would let everybody know you're going over there, but it would mean people couldn't really push you out there because unless they had a green flare, they wouldn't be able to come out there, but then they'll just kind of camp you out on the bridge. Lots of questions, but like, there is a lot of questions like what happens if you do kill him? Like, is there some sort of separate karma system where if you do kill the boss, lightkeeper won't sell you stuff for a certain amount of time? Like yeah. so many questions, so little answers. Uh so we don't even know. There's a possibility they just like put him in as a boss. They stick him up on the lighthouse and you can't kill him and you can't loot him and Lamau BSG doing BSG again. Or that tease could mean that the lightkeeper's coming too which has tons of other implications that we've talked about many times. Interesting stuff. I don't know. Um <clears throat> so there's that who knows. He's got an AMC AXMC at least sometimes which is just great. Dude, you don't Wait, What's the AXMC? It's the uh, 338 Lapua Balti.
2: The sniper? Mhm. It looked like he had a fucking just like a the M1 M1A with the uh... I gotta look at that again. It looked just like an M1. Oh, god. Well, actually, I guess maybe it's even a little bit better if he's got the bolty. If you had an M1, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Better for him, not better for us. I'd rather. Because, I mean, like, yeah, he's gonna hit every fucking shot. So, every shot. So, so there's that. Uh, I can't tell. Yeah, it is a bolty. I can see the bolt now. Yeah. The, the fucking video rendering is
1: Oh yeah, Twitter compression. Yeah, not great, but 115,000 views on a fucking Twitter video, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, that's that. Um apparently there was a Russian Q&A that is getting translated and there was he talked I mean like a lot of times he's just like, a lot of times with the Russian Q and A's, they just like bounce around because I feel like he's just speaking his native language. Like they're, they don't really have like a purpose. It's just like, he's just like talking to people and they ask questions and he answers. So it was kind of all over the place. They talked about how there's no map to map travel on the first iteration of streets, which wasn't really an expectation, but like maybe yeah, it got crazy. He, uh, said uh, talking again, that the arena is going really, really well. He's super excited about it. And they're already working on stuff like a website for it, a launcher for it. Um <laughs> this is all translated so it could have been crazy. Um they said that they want to continue to move like ch- move the extracting to like a lot of the newer maps that have extracts that require something this backpack this to be turned on. You have to have this, which we kind of saw coming. Uh he said that open world and map to map is still the plan. Uh he said that he will he confirmed that you will be able to replace armor plates in raid. Um which I'm okay with as long as that's like a thirty second animation minimum. You know what I mean? Like I don't want that to happen mid fight because then you just like get people, you know what I mean? Like, you know how you kill people that have like three Alton visors in their BlackRock in case you shoot them in the face. It's like people are, No, I never kill those people. People are gonna <laughs> come in with like eight extra plates. You know what I mean? I, I love the idea at a ten thousand foot view of I like the once again, we've talked about it many times give me a reason to stay in the raid. And we've talked many times about one of the best things they ever had was a CMS kit. Because if I get a black leg to a scav, now I can stay in the raid. So if I'm looting and I find plates and then I keep those plates and I get shot up and I get into a fight and I win and my armor's trashed and I trashed his armor, the ability to then go seclude myself for a little bit, replace the plates and stay in the raid, I love that. I won't like if it's a one second animation like cod and literally just like fights just like
4: i'm
1: just gonna be like god like you know what i mean so i
2: hmm. want i wonder i wonder if that would be if playing devil's advocate you know we've been saying for a while how like longer fights longer time to kill yeah like, long, more time playing the game is good yeah I wonder if that, I mean, there's a million ways to do it that I think would be better than like hot swapping armor. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it might not be the worst thing in the world if you were able to, you know, maybe not 30 yeah. seconds, but maybe, you know, like, because every now and then I'll see a mess. Oh, I'll see a mess mid fight. Yeah. You know, maybe if it's 10, 15 seconds or something, then.
1: Yeah, I don't
2: know. I could see it. Potentially I just think, like, all right. yeah.
1: I just think if it's too fast, it's layering on band-aids to a really bad thing, right? Because then, then, then the, well, that would be perfect. perfect, would be appropriate, yeah. Because then you're like, in, once again, in COD, you want the plates because head to toe, the plate protects you. In Tarkov, it would be it would be a you know a rich versus poor game. It would it would pull that even farther away, where it's like if you're level 20, do you spend 80,000 extra rubles on another plate, knowing that you might get one tap to the face by an SKS scav? Probably not. But if you've got 100 million rubles, you're probably bringing a backpack full of plates. And it just feels like it pushes this thing as opposed to being something more intuitive, where if it covered you from head to toe, and this was a way to push time to kill out longer. Cool. You know what I mean? But like, I'm still, I'm going to bring three extra plates. I'm going to get Magnum bucks to my leg. I'm going to bring no extra plates and I'm going to get, you know, rip ammo to my chest and I'm going to want an extra plate. And it's just like, you know what I mean? I feel like it should be something where I don't know. I mean, we'll see. You know what I mean? We'll see. I'm not saying it would definitively be the worst thing. I'm saying like my guess would, that it would just be kind of gross if it was too quick, but yeah, maybe 15 seconds as long as the CMS kit or as long as the serve 12 kit, maybe. Um, I wonder if it, the only
2: other thing that comes to mind too that makes that a little bit more exciting, again, depending on the weight, yeah. depending on the size, I would love it if they were like decently heavy, but if they were like two by one, yeah. because then if you kill us, a, if a, if you're solo and you kill a squad of four, you can't take four, four. Oh,
1: armor that'd be cool. So now
2: you can take four plates and a and two guns or three guns.
1: See, that would actually be and, sick
2: because now you actually get fucking value out of it right like it it, the armor is no longer a four by four or a three by three you know now it's a two by one and
1: then imagine you could buy you can buy a tv 110 from Ragman with class four plates in it or you can just (laughs) buy the tv 110 for cheaper with no plates and now you're just filling them with plates you have in your stash
2: yeah if you're doing that
1: yeah if you're min maxing and just taking plates (laughs) out like stuff like that i do think would be sick
2: yeah, it's kinda like if you take a rig with you even if you're like using a bolt action or whatever, because it's like extra space in case you pick up a gun with mags or, or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, I think there's something there's something to that yeah. that I hadn't really considered. Um
1: I'd get all the poor, the 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 like rat rig. I would always wear a rat rig, but with class six plates in it. So people would be like, Oh, it's himmy <laughs> like I'm like <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> See I wonder now what the difference between like what'll happen to the armors. Yeah. And how will they be different? Like, will a fort take three plates
1: or will it still just be one plate? There's so many questions. Great. Yeah, lots of questions. They said that they're at one point they separated the tasks of the plate system was going to come in with the modular system. And right now the modular system is on hold, i.e. like you buy a base and then I want a two by two here. I want three one by twos here. I want one by three. And then you can pick your plates. All of that, he said, like, we just kind of had to put that on the back burner. And they separated out the just ammo plates, the custom armor hit zones, like, where you can get hit in the shoulder or whatever. And that's what's coming. I, I think, like, that would be all we needed to make that successful. Of course, I think the modular thing would be sick. But we have so many um, armored vests in the game already. That have so many different variations, like a TV one ten has two two by twos, three four one by threes, and it's like, see, I don't give a fuck about those va- like so they- being able to put arm like classics armor in that like school, like I don't think we need we necessarily need the custom thing because we already have no. so many different variations that like I think it's fine. Just give me so I'm glad they separated that so we can get the plate thing in sooner um because I think that would be cool.
2: Yeah, no, I'm. I'm. I don't really give a shit about being able to like have the
1: exact combination of yeah. squares. Like, I exactly. It's cool. It's never going to be relevant. If we could it, snap our fingers and put it in the game, it's like that's neat. But exactly, yeah. like knowing the debt of features, I'm like, yeah, it's like I don't think it's worth
2: spending any time on yeah. when when there's so many options now and most of the time the only thing i have to think about is does this have one two by two yeah or two two by twos or zero two by twos other than that like i never i almost never have a a mag that's like a three by one very rarely rarely. so it just doesn't matter as long as it's got like three or four slots in it uh maybe a single slot and you know it'd be it's cool when there's enough for like a helmet um yeah but uh but again obviously that that's another thing that doesn't make sense right like you yeah, I mean, you would kind of little... could. You could like hang a helmet maybe yeah. from like the Molly. I don't know. But yeah, I don't really care about that stuff. I'm more interested in in uh the, the how the armor works yeah. and the, what, the, what sets them apart. Like yeah. are the materials gonna be different now? Like cause because there's aluminum, there's yeah. the ultra whatever, ultra whatever. high weight, whatever,
1: yeah, ceramic. Yeah, yeah. Because in real life, all of those different materials that make up those armors all exist in the same form factor like yeah. you, know, when, when, you know what you know what it
2: might be like the kevlar plus the plates or yeah, something like maybe. that like maybe the kevlar is like one level of armor yeah and the plate is like you know another An level of armor so you could have a four plus one
1: yeah because like when i did that video with brownells like we had all that stuff on the table and we like, I mean, we shot like, you know, five, five, a one and like some of these ammos against these things. And it, that was pretty mind blowing stuff, but all the different, like this one's ceramic, this one's ultra high weight, this one's light, this one's steel. They were, it's the same form factor, you know what I mean? So it's all just like, so, so gamifying that would be cool and relatively realistic of just like being able to like find plates in stashes, find them in raid, take them off players, take them off bosses. Like you were saying, being able to loot more things, keep them in your stash. You know, take a TV, 110. It'd be interesting if, like, you know, you put a six plate in front, but you only have a level four plate left over. So you put a four plate in the back. Is that kind of stuff going to happen?
2: Yeah, I, I feel like they should almost, like, combine the armor level, like the class, yeah. and the material. Like, just make it so that, like, just to oh, simplify yeah. it, make it so that ceramic is three and aluminum is two. Yeah. or like, whatever, They won't, I know it's but I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, we don't need there's so many dimensions right because there's the current durability there's the original durability there's the class there's the material there's the zones there's and so many yeah. variables yeah there's most of which you don't know how they actually work or what they
1: mean and how six classes six um materials something like that five or six materials so like there's just so many and then, yeah, and then like, what we'll end up with is like the, like ammo, right? Like, there's how many different types of ammos in the game? Well, how many of them do you find in raids? Seven. Alright, 7.62 PS, 5.45 five PP, and then the Keter ammo. You know what I mean? So, like, there's 36 armor plates, but all we're gonna find is like ceramic level twos. There's just more more things that you find and you go, oh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah.
2: yeah. Just 80% of the things are the bad things and those are 95% of the things that you find. Yeah. So, um, like,
1: being able to, like, yeah, simple. I would be down with that. I feel like they won't, but I would be down with simplifying it as well. Um but that was an interesting thing. Uh there was some weird translation thing. Nolan was like, "I you know, I don't know exactly what he meant here, but he was talking about uh in in the next patch, lots of changes to tasks." And re- now Nikita said it it was translated and then Nolan regurgitated what was translated, and then I'm regurgitating it to you. So as a preference, well, the
2: ultimate phone of telephone yeah. the ultimate game of telephone,
1: but it was something so basically, I won't even try to say what he said. I'll say what it was implying that with this update, in addition to changing some of the tasks, the player will have a little bit more agency over the order of the tasks and being able to swap them out. so like right so so right now, we can like swap the random tasks, but imagine being able to like, you know, pay to do Grenadier later or earlier or like something like that. It was, it was something now there was no information given, but it was he, the, what, like what was regurgitated that Nikita said was something along the lines of like being able to swap out tasks from the traders and like change the order of them, which could be cool. It could also be terrible but it could
2: be cool. If you just have to spend a hundred K to like, yeah. then again, it's some more pay to win shit, not pay to win. No, I mean like yeah. in the game internally, like the more money you have, the easier it yeah. is to do the thing.
1: Exactly. But yeah. if, but if there was some, if there were some more choices where like, like right now we have a few quests where you complete it and you choose who you give it into. Uh, imagine if like, you know, imagine you complete debut and then like three tasks pop up for proper and it's the Punisher part one some other quests and some other quests. And when you select that one, the other two go away. You're selecting which quest tree to go down. So like you can get Punisher done your first week if you wanted to, you know what I mean? Or this, like something like that could be an area where it kind of like gives you like, which one of these do you want to do? You're going to do them all eventually, but then you can kind of maybe do some of the ones that you would find later earlier. Like I'd love to accept, I'd love to accept capturing outposts on day one. That would, yeah, so you know I mean? that would be and, so great yeah. you know what i mean that would be so great so like uh yeah something like me. I mean, that
2: that's fucking sounds way too good to be true <laughs> maybe 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 it's kind of yeah. like you can always choose you know four or five to uh, work on actively maybe. that you have like have enabled um yeah
1: or maybe they just brought they just reduce some of the or the level requirements of them so that you just have access to more earlier and that's all they meant by it so like you could do this earlier if you want who knows but that was just an interesting little So, how sure
2: are we that that's what he was
1: oh implying? not not at all oh, okay yeah yeah
2: someone in chat just said I think he said some tasks were swapped around and that there were also changes to tasks yeah so who knows could if be. you have the ability to swap them around or if they're swapping them. I mean that's one of those things like a translation exactly. one exactly we swap things or you can swap things. One word, yeah, completely different different things.
1: So it was just like, exactly. I mean, and and even Nolan in his video, nice guy, was like, literally every single thing here is like, who knows? This is way too far. He's like, I'm reporting on it because I think it's interesting, but like, literally none of this could mean what we think it means, you know what I mean? So, but I just found that interesting. And then the other thing he was talking about was adding a a Skyrim-esque type of thing where like you might have intel center level three built but you can't get access to a few crafts unless you find an item in game that are like books on a particular subject that then give you access like you know what i mean like you know how you like find like a fucking spell book yeah like yeah spell book or like the bobbleheads in uh fallout where you find a thing and then that gives you some knowledge or whatever so he was saying that that was a uh,
2: is that just basically like a fetch quest to I mean No, it,
1: it, I think it's like random. I think it's kind of cool, personally. I think it it like in, it increases or it encourages exploration potentially. I don't think they would be in the same place everywhere because then everyone would just make a guide. But like more looting, staying in the raids, and it's just like you might get access to some cool craft. You know what I mean? As long as it's not like if, as long as it's not like this is the meta craft, and if you find this book, you can make seventeen million rubles per day. as long as it's yeah, not or, bull crap like that.
2: Or it's, you find the book in this bag, or this crate. Yeah. And then every now it, it becomes the new mark for exactly. room where it's, you know. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So Please, God, no. It has to be,
2: like, either truly random. So, like, there's reason for me to go to dorms and search in 111 and 113 and 115 and 116 exactly. and 119 and 120. And, you know, and have all the keys That's and all that. That's what problem. I want.
1: Yeah, completely random. It's an item. It's not, like, a game-breaking thing. But it's just, like, it's just, like... Because it's just, it's more opportunities for you to be in a raid and go, this is cool. And that not just translate to a billion rubles. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it used to be where it was like, oh, athletics, I don't need this, but it's just a billion rubles now. You know what I mean? Like that's like a thing that actually is kind of cool. You know what I mean? I craft stuff all the time. I'm constantly crafting ammo. I'm constantly crafting cases. I'm constantly crafting meds i'm con like you know what i mean like imagine getting access to like an etg craft even if that craft was expensive i would be running that craft all the time does that completely change my gameplay no but i would use it you know what i mean if i found a book on health and science and got access to you know what i mean so it's like i think it could be cool make it so you can't sell the fucking thing
2: yes you craft the useful thing you can craft enough of it to last you a couple of days or whatever then that would be amazing yeah but uh, can you imagine if like if in every raid, there was guaranteed to be like one of this super valuable for you rare thing. If, if it was in every raid, I mean, I would I would spawn yeah. in on customs and go to Big Red and search every container, every, I container. Would go to dorms and every room, and every container, you know? Like, but then I guess if it's just a book that you need for craft, and then it's like, well, then once you get two or three or four of them, then you no longer need to look anywhere again, right? Yeah, so maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe You can sell it to therapists for, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. 200,000 rubles or something
1: like that. That'd be cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, that kind of reminds me of the whole, like, enchanting, enchantment table thing that they that ha- they haven't talked about. Like, you remember the they showed off in a podcast the whole, like, you can... Uh, how did they do it? Does anybody remember where you, repa- you, you like, repaired an armor? You got to burn incense. And uh, then the armor was, like, damage mitigation or they repaired a gun and the gun had, like, bonus damage? It
2: was... Re- the repairing gave it, like... Yeah, yeah It was like...
1: I-, I couldn't remember if it was just, like, the repair kit just had a random chance to roll a random stat in a random percentage or if they were, like, special repair kits that did that. I can't remember, but I do remember that. They, dude, they put that in footage in a podcast in August and they've literally never talked about it again. So one could reasonably assume that that was coming in the next patch because they showed it to us five months ago or three months ago or whatever, but they haven't talked about that. So that's just, that's just interesting. That's just interesting. I wonder if that's coming with the hideout changes you know what I mean? I don't know if that's going to play a part in it as well. Maybe your uh maybe the repair skill, the weapon repair skill, the higher that skill is, the higher percent chance you have to proc a bonus stat. Maybe? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why like thinking about this
2: again. I don't re- I don't remember what my what my initial response was. I think I liked it. Yeah, you liked it. And we, I vaguely recall you didn't like I it. And I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Cause I like RPG shit like I like oh, me choice too. I like you know um, but so just thinking about it again for some reason I don't know why that just sounds different than I remember it being um, but maybe I've just been out of it for so long it just sounds new because I haven't been thinking <laughs> about it um, but I don't know that just again assuming a reasonable yeah. a, a cool logical reasonable yeah. but cool set of buffs you know, not like something completely crazy. I don't know that that makes it more interesting. Right. Because I've been saying for the longest time, how having like, how the idea of having like a unique rare gun is amazing. But in the context of the fact that you get to maybe kill one person with it before you die makes it so that it's actually not amazing. It's actually like super depressing. You'll you'll never want to use it except for the one time you will wear all level six armor. And then that's when you just get wrecked by the cheater. Um, or, or at least that's what you're gonna do, so you're never gonna do it yeah. until some future date where you are what like somehow confident that it's not gonna happen, which yeah. will never happen, <laughs> wipe. Um yeah. but like you know, if if you get a, a you know 82% vepper off of a scav, it's almost like you can just sell it to fence, you can sell it to Prat or you can use a few points of the repair kit and see. Maybe you roll the reload speed times two or something like that. Yeah, you like, yeah, oh yeah. shit. It just it's almost like a little gachapon box a little loot crate yeah. you know where it's like am i going to get the yeah. factory new karambit you know like yeah, i don't know it could be could be i interesting
1: kind of agree with you i think i i think our our roles are flipped here i think you and me almost always feel the same way about new features and normally what's happening is i'm super like this could be really cool and you're like hmm. and w- 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 but we always agree that the we're idea we're disagreeing
2: on how they're going to do it. Yes, not the, the exactly.
1: Idea. We both almost always agree on if a feature would be cool or not. I'm saying I'm excited for it because I, I imagine they'll implement it the right way, and you're saying I'm not excited for it because I imagine they're going to implement it the wrong way. And this conversation is flipped. The more you talk about it, the more I agree with you. Actually, where it's like bring us back to that point nine point ten of like you kill a guy and you find a rare gun. Imagine finding a class five armor and it's like <gasps> plus. 20% damage absorption. I want to get this back and repair it. Like I want to like that feeling of like, Oh, rare gun, rare armor. That's cool. But so many steps have to be got right for that feeling there. It can't be that you get to a point in the wipe where literally every gun and every armor on every PMC is enchanted. You know what I mean? And there can't be a way to just like guarantee the best stats all the time. It can't be just something that's just like you can just dump money into and always get exactly what you want. Like it has to be rare. The the percentage values have to be significant enough to be cool but not so significant that you're just a walking tank. If those things get implemented well, the more you talk about it, the more I think about it, the more I do like cause because it is something I've wanted for a really long time bring us back to that feeling of finding something cool in raid and wanting to get out with it to Dude, use like, not to sell, but I just feels like they have to get so many other things right and
2: see now you've changed my mind back to being <laughs> well now now all I'm thinking about is again you never you never played Diablo, correct Have you ever seen the the game yeah countries I mean, mm-hmm. so or maybe you've seen like. Um, Path of Exile or like those kinds of games um, where when you when I first played it the first couple of days you go in and you have like a white axe and it's Mm -hmm. like three to five damage and you're like okay cool and then you find like a a fucking berserker axe and you're like eight to fifteen damage like oh shit and then like later on you find a magical one and it's like plus five endurance you're like oh cool it's a magical one that's really cool and then later on you find out that like there are magical ones with 19 stats all maxed out that are like game breaking and then there are also rare ones and epic ones and all these other things and then you can take a normal one and socket it and put these sockets in yeah and then you get 900 things that all are like you could never fucking imagine and then it's like whenever you play and you find every white and blue and yellow item you find is like (sighs) like you don't give a fuck anymore yeah so oh, what I don't want them to do is to Correct. make it so that if you find a ninety-nine percent M4 that normally
1: you're like, oh, okay, cool, you know, I, I can mod this out, it'll be cool. But if it's just like not if it has no stats exactly. on it, Exactly. Like, eh, it's the, if there's a thousand if there's if there's ten thousand slicks in existence in the game, it ha, like it can only be a few percentage of them that are enhanced. Cause if we get to the point where exactly more of them are enhanced then we then the, the all the other That's ones the new become invalid exactly they become invalidated then all then 100 durability guns we will treat as like it used to be when you killed a scav that had a gun you liked like an AKM you were like ooh like I can take this back and mod this if I'm balling on a budget now all scav guns are relevant because they're 11.5 durability well if most of the guns PMCs have are enchanted now. Well, then when you find a 100-durability M4 in a barrel stash, you'll be like, it's not even worth taking because it's not enchanted. You know what I mean? And it's just like, exactly. The only exciting thing will be finding the rare gun with the rare max enchantment, right? Like,
2: finding the fucking four-socketed, or the five-socketed flail that has 15% max durability. And it's like, unless... Like you're only ever gonna fucking use the one with the with the fifteen percent and yeah. not the fourteen percent because nobody'll <laughs> want it. It has no, you know, yeah. like what's the point if it's not min maxed? So uh, yeah, so so now the idea is garbage. And
1: no, uh, yeah. So the more you talk about it, the more I'm like, I like if executed well, it could be really cool. But it's like. If executed well, is the really big caveat there? You know what this I mean. This is the one thing you're skeptical of them yeah. pulling off.
2: Everything <laughs> Streets is going to be awesome it's I'm sure be the this year. It's going to
1: be great, dude. But no,
2: they can't do fucking. They're not going to be able to pull off an enchanting table. Listen, with,
1: balance has traditionally been one of the things they're the worst at. Um. So, but what's but what, How we got to this was like what's weird is um they haven't talked about that since that podcast. And so with all the other stuff coming, all the other stuff he talked about on the multiple podcasts on the interview with Nick, uh, Pesley, it's like, I'm just surprised we haven't heard about it. So I'd just be interested to see if it's something that's coming, if it's it going pushed it. back, if they deleted it, if it's going to become a part of the armor plate system we were talking about earlier, who knows, which is a little interesting tidbit there. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I think that's all the like news news. Yeah, like he said, arena, change, extracts, open world. He said something to the to the effect. Once again, we need the translation. But yeah, the effect that open world is still the plan. <sighs> I bro, I we're so. If Nikita was looking me in the eyeballs right now and was like, "We absolutely still want open world." I still like. I don't think my emotions. They're going to do open world. It's going to be. I don't think my emotions world. would change at all because just like it's just like, I feel like I can't believe anything until I'm playing Streets of Tarkov. Like, you know what I mean? Like, until I'm in that map, wasd around, I feel like I just can't believe anything past it until we get in.
2: Is it... So when it comes to open world, though, like, is it is it because you think the performance is going to be rough?
1: No, just because... Just because, like, building a map that can hold 50 players, if it took four and a half years, you know, how are we going to just... How are we, we going to support 150 players on all the maps? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just... And not all the maps are done. And not all the maps are gold standard. You know yeah, what I mean? No, I still I still be... can't shoot a light bulb on shoreline and have it explode. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, I just... Now, there's a universe where they do hit us with streets... And then 2023, they just like power through. They like interchange, you know, maybe maybe I would imagine we're getting like a, a Unity upgrade with this patch because they had been teasing they wanted to get to Unity 21 or whatever. Maybe they're just like, you know, maybe the dam breaks open. And if they've got 200 map designers and 198 of them have been on streets they release streets and 50 of them stay on streets. Maybe 2023 goes nuts and we get an interchange update and a shoreline update and we, and they're optimizing it and top down. There's a world where that exists, but it's just like until we get streets and until I see like when I'm on streets, am I at 43 FPS or am I at 90 FPS? You know what I mean? Like until I get that stuff, I just like, don't even, I can't even really consider open world. Map to map travel seems like the lower hanging fruit where it's like, they kind of like get the pseudo open world without the open world obviously you and yeah, I have talked little... many times about how we want true open world and how sick that would be, but I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know, but, but it was just interesting. I guess the interesting thing is just like, he's still talking about it, which is like the, the, the sliver of me that the inner child that I don't, that I want to protect that has always got the hopium I'm, I'm, I'm at least glad they're still saying it. And they haven't just like ghosted the idea because like, I want star citizen to succeed for my grandchildren. I do want open world. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat>
2: I mean, there was like a three-year period of time where he said nothing about Arena. So Correct, I basically every true. time people had mentioned Arena, I'd be like, "There's no fucking way yeah, Arena is coming." He hadn't talked about it in forever, and true. all the things he had been talking about, only sixty percent of them actually, you know, made it ended in the up game. made it making it into the game or being planned to make in the game. And it sounds like a lot of the others he just scrapped, which is reasonable and yeah. you know understandable. But then all of a sudden Arena was like the thing and it was almost like they were focusing on and almost done and on like, whoa. whoa yeah, the yeah. Um Whereas Open World has been a thing, you know, he's been talking about forever. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just really hope it's not like what the uh, skillet in, in chat said where it's like you go to the exfil and now it's extracting and then it fades to black and then it's loading loot for yes. the another another map because it's like there's not enough backpack space no or hydration or bullets correct yeah for me to survive one map most of the time yeah and make it out let alone having to go between multiple before i get to put the shit away no yeah you know so mean, maybe half since... the extracts are going to be go back to your stash and half the extracts are going to be go to another map which again it's still like why would you want to yeah if you can go to your stash and drop shit off before you go yeah. you know what i mean it's almost like why would you want to
1: i want the dead drops man That would be sick. I want,
2: I just want to, as much as like, I know 50%, at least 50% of the people want to fucking literally IRL crucify me for this. I, I really wish you could just get back into the same server on the same map. Oh yeah. Um, if it was open world, I mean, even if it wasn't open world, like just to be able to fucking have a round two and to get your shit back into, you know, like potentially fight the same team a second time. And, yeah, you know, people want to say that's not Tarkov. Well, I mean, you don't get to fucking say what Tarkov is. Yeah,
1: <laughs> nobody does. only
2: Nikita gets to say what Tarkov is. All I can say is that I think it would be fucking amazing. Yeah, I think it would the be reasons fun. that I think a lot of them actually haven't considered. Yeah, like what makes Tarkov Tarkov isn't that you can't respawn in, yeah, to the same rate. There's a million things that make Tarkov Tarkov, but like that's not yeah. one of them inherently. Yeah, you could still correct. have Tarkov be exactly like Tarkov. But then imagine if you could possibly get back into the same raid three minutes later on the opposite side of the map where you died. Yeah. It's still fucking Tarkov, except now you get to fight potentially, you know, yeah. you, are, you are your own reinforcements.
1: That's how you get the the people that are like. You don't don't make the AI easier because that's what makes Tarkov Tarkov. It's like y- yes. you're just saying because Tarkov is the way it is. Literally everything about it is what makes it Tarkov quintessentially, and changing any of those things is killing and murdering yeah. the spirit of Tarkov.
2: And it's begging like, the question. <laughs> it's circular reasoning. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's or or it's the um the uh, the no true Scotsman uh fallacy, which is uh the following is a simplified rendition of the fallacy. No Scotsman puts sugar on his porridge person B, but my uncle Angus is a Scotsman and he puts sugar on his porridge person a, but no true Scotsman puts sugar on his porridge. So yeah, that's a fucking dog shit. Yeah. uh, Example that I, why would Wikipedia have sugar on porridge sugar
1: on porridge? Jesus Christ.
2: But yeah, like, so if you, but if you use that logic, then Nikita can never update the game because Exactly. He's making Tarkov something different. So, yeah,
1: you can't add streets. Not having streets, wanting streets, but not having streets is part of Tarkov.
2: Broken sound is part of Tarkov. Yeah. All the bugs are part Terrible of Tarkov. Terrible net netting Cheaters the game, are a part the, of Tarkov. <laughs> yep. The game fucking crashing is part of Tarkov. Yeah. Tarkov, like, right? it's freaking. Like, all of these. Yeah. Y- nothing that isn't in Tarkov now that would change any of the aspects of Tarkov, like, yeah. could possibly be. I mean, ultimately, what it comes down to is the things that they like. Those are the things that are Tarkov. The things that they don't like, those are unintended and yes. they're going to get changed or yeah. fixed. And that must, that has to be what Nikita wants because I want it. It must be what Nikita wants. Um, or conversely, I don't like Veritas or I don't like in clean. Yeah. I don't like Insert streamer here, whoever it is. Therefore, whatever they want is changing the game to be either yeah. too hardcore for no-lifers or more casual or easier or harder or, you know, whatever yeah. fits the narrative of, you know, whatever they
1: believe yep uh okay so one last tarkov thing <laughs> i've been thinking about this a lot and talking i want to and i want to get up on my soapbox on it here because it's just you and me and when i try to talk about it in chat people are chill about it, but it's just like somebody comes in the middle and then i have to start over you know what i mean and it's like it's whatever dude okay I just
2: got here can you start over <laughs>
1: okay have you at all like i know you've played a little bit of cod we play some dmz and stuff like that not a whole ton though but have you like looked at any of the like the camos? In COD, like how the camos are,
2: <clears throat> how to acquire no. them
1: and stuff like that?
2: No, because every time I've gone in to look at the camos, I end up, the camera angle is inside of the buttstock.
1: Yeah. I see like crazy I see, like, bullets
2: in the maggots. So I, I don't know what they look like. Yeah. No, all I saw was one time you had a golden gun. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it looks sick. And then that was the only thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I've never seen another one and <laughs> I can't see it outside of the game.
1: Yeah. You know? I killed a dude with a golden gun. Anyways. Okay, so there's like 80 different camos in Call of Duty. Now, hear me clearly, listener. 60 of them are, you know, fairies and unicorns and like, you know, polyatomic and the Orion skin and gold. You know, like 60 of them are, are, are cheese ball, right? But like 20 of them are just, without exaggerating... Cool, realistic looking camos. Right? Like a desert one, forest ones, green ones, white ones for snow, Matt. Like, just cool.
2: Okay. Like 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 how the guys would take the fucking Ghillie suit kind of material and yes. then like spray paint on
1: over their exactly. guns like in real life. And like in real life that people do this. If you look up your like your favorite gun YouTuber, viewer, Grantham, Demolition Ranch, all these guys have videos on like how to paint your gun. Brownells is one of the most respected firearms uh <clears throat> like marketplaces and they sell attachments, stuff like that. They like spent a bunch of money, like, manufacturing their own, like, gun paint. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is a thing, okay? Not fake. Not fake. The way that COD does their camouflages would... Tremendously benefit Escape from Tarkov. And, like, provide Anymore. literally endless content. So, like all of the all of the camouflages are like done behind like challenges, right? So it's like get 30 double kills with this weapon, get, you know, this use this win, you know, capture, get, get this many points while capturing a hard point, like there's all these challenges. And then, uh, and then like a, a bunch of this oh. and then a bunch of the skins you unlock the skin and it unlocks the skin for any weapon you build you can use that skin and then each and then each gun has the four skins silver or the platinum the gold the orion and the Wait, polyatomic Did, you, did you... force four skins
2: every gun every gun has four skin they're they're <laughs> yeah no russia's completely against circumcision everybody yeah. you heard it here first <sighs>
4: God dang. It. All right.
1: So, I think that would be... Now, <laughs> once again, before you start typing the comment, I'm going to say that I think this is cool, and I'm not saying that Nikita should wake everybody up, pull them off their tasks, all right? We should, we should leave the anti-cheat in the dust, and we should make camos. I'm not saying we should leave the network how it is, with the audio... I'm just in a vacuum in a perfect world. I think it would be so dope for there to just be like legitimately like 10 uh cool camos, pre-made, not like you you know, I find a can of spray paint in raid. You get to put no, you get to put foil stickers anywhere you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pre-made cool camos and every single gun has you can you can get you can earn the camos for and like let's say like the challenges are the same right it's like dude i mean this they already have yeah like i've literally the fact that i am like the fucking tarkov
2: science guy and i've never once actually gave a fuck about any of the the progression of the individual guns never once have i cared i've never cared because it's so irrelevant i would suddenly care now if i could exactly assuming that i could unlimited put whatever i wanted unlocked on any gun in my yeah. stash just press a button yeah that w- that so would be
1: amazing my thing is like <laughs> you get to level one mastery of a gun and you unlock five camos that each have just a challenge associated with them it could be kill 50 pmcs kill 50 scavs kill 30 bosses extract 75 times whatever like with this gun in your hand and then you get to level two mastery, and you get, like, four more that are harder challenges. And then you get to level three mastery, and maybe you unlock, like, one final challenge for one final skin.
2: Wait, so, hmm. The only thing I would say to that is, those <coughs> just sound like more daily quest bullshit. Why don't you just make it tied to the mastery? Make it so there's ten levels of mastery, and every level you unlock a new skin. I... I mean, sure, they, they don't need to do anything else other, because they're just going to what they're going to do is they're going to make
1: more fucking dumb challenges that are pointless and annoying. Maybe. See, I think we need more dumb challenges that are pointless and annoying long term, though, like daily challenges where it's like that's uh, that's not tied to money. Right. Like like, for instance, the killa, uh, the tracksuit thing, the first wife that that was in the game when like you could actually find killa and stuff like that, like that, like that quest is almost such a good quest. Because like like we've said before, lot, my idea I think for that quest, if it that quest should be get uh get two hundred and fifty PMC kills on interchange with an RPK. Yeah. Because then it, it encourages people playing the the map the way it's supposed to be played, not uh, stimming in looking for kill. I can't find him. Leave. It's play interchange, kill people anywhere on the map, whatever use an RPK like Killa, you get that scan. That's such an arbitrary, stupid thing that if you don't want to do, you don't have to do. I think it would be cool to have more of that because then like everybody has access to this, right? Like everybody could like get a gun that they like to level one mastery and get like a camo for it. And Mm -hmm. what's cool is if you if you do it individually, like imagine killing a guy and you were like, he's got this cool desert camel on a KS 23. And you're like, damn, that this guy's got level two mastery and he and he extracted a hundred times with a KS 23 in his hand. And it's got plus three percent damage enchantment. Yeah, you're (laughs) like, you were like, that'd be sick. You know what I mean? So, like, the the gun things would be cool. Like, you'd be finding people with skins. So, like, if you only have a few hours a week to play, you could engage in this gameplay loop because you can pick your one favorite gun, get it to level one mastery, and unlock a camo for it. And, like, you could participate in that gameplay loop with only a few hours a week. If you've got a thousand hours a week to play, now you're incentivized to use non-meta guns if you're trying to get skins for all of them you're incentivized to continue to play but you're incentivized to play in not a way that's just completely like dumb like the killer quest was where cause cause if it's like get if, if one of the skins if like the level 3 mastery skin is get 500 pmc kills It's a cool challenge that you get to play the way you want to play. Now you're incentivized to continue playing the game, but to continue playing the game the way you want. You can go labs, you can go factory, you can go customs, and you can play the game. And so, like, they they don't have to, once again, we're talking like five or six challenges that maybe you just, like, repeat on harder difficulties. Kill PMCs, kill scavs, kill bosses, extract a certain amount of times. Like, that simple, because then it's like, it's such an endless level of then- customizability, and finding cool guns in Raid. Everybody I, can I, participate, and it's, I mean, thousands of hours of additional content of keeping people playing the game, and not wanting to some smash their monitor looking for kill up.
2: So, that, yeah, there's two things I really like about that. One of them is, well, I, I would want it to be kills, or headshots, or something, yeah. as opposed to, like, fill with okay. the gun, because headshots then you carry the great. gun in your backpack and pull it out, you know what I mean? But, like, whatever yeah. it is. It, it, tied to using that gun um i think could be really cool um and then i I mean your idea about the rpk in fucking in interchange is like the greatest thing ever infinitely better because it reminds (laughs) me of the where the blue armor yes because you need to do the i mean even even dmz had a quest i instantly read it and was like genius quest it was like you have to fucking go get a uh, go get the Yep, go shoot some people over there pretend like you're another faction and then dump the evidence it was like i love that false flag shit yep. you know whatever like um the other element of that too is that like let's say you buy the gun as long as you're not like it, it would suck if you really want to do it with like the sAS but you can only get one RSAS every 48 fucking hours yeah. you know what i mean um but ignoring those cases if you have a 1v4 and you kill three people and then you die to the fourth guy, you're still like, I made
1: three progress yes. towards the thing. Yes, bro. It means fights you even lose can potentially be progress. And yeah. I don't even care. That would make it all the more cool if I killed a guy with an R-Sass with a camo. In my opinion, it's like, damn, like this Dude, guy. Imagine if it was like every gun was, the first one was kill scabs. The second one was
2: kill X sniper scabs. The third one was kill PMCs. The fourth one was headshots with on PMCs. PMCs. The next one was bosses uh, now it's an instant like and it's an
1: instant all you have to do is take those five at level one mastery you get five camos those are the quests. level two mastery you get those same quests again but like times five of the amount and then level three mastery you get like one final skin with some crazy challenge like it doesn't i'm not saying it couldn't be cooler than that they could make it cooler by that by making like 10 ch- but like, it could be that simple and yeah. be 99% effective on and the thing is is that like people like so many people I was talking and they were like they were like yeah but like I don't want camels on my guns and I was like then don't, fucking they don't do Shut it up. like like since when is having options like such a bad thing? Like it just once again I'm not Dude, saying, I don't want to eat Thai food close all fucking Thai restaurants yeah, exactly. right now
2: close them because I don't fucking want to eat it. It's like
1: yeah, so it's like, it's just one of those things where like, it, it was like, I'm not even like, they're not going to do this ever. Um, it's too good of an idea. It's too good of an idea. It's too but, reasonable. It's but too But it would fun. be so simple, you know what I mean, to like, and I'm not saying it would be easy, but it'd be simple to like, them decide on a few different camos, they then have to go through and model what those camos would look like on every gun, on every attachment combination, right? Like they have to do it just like Call of Duty does, that your skin applies to all your attachments or whatever. just it it should just be like
2: a fucking yeah maybe layer on the thing just click and drag it in the it's i'm sure it's probably five minutes
1: but but then it's done and it's literally so much additional content like i've been saying like for so long that the content that players want doesn't have to be complicated you know what i mean like like so many more people would go for tracksuit if that was the quest. If it was killed two hundred and fifty PMCs on interchange with an RPK, so many more people would play longer if they could. If there were more challenges to get more of the cosmetics, more of the stuff, everybody freaking like. And it promotes more PVP as well, hundred yeah. percent. And PVP in a good way, not PVP in like everybody has to go here for this event and do this one place. It just promotes PVP on maps, on everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? It keeps more people playing. You know what I mean? Like it's so weird. People are so weird because they're like. They're, you know what I mean? It's like, they're like, yeah, we don't need that. But then they're like, my raids are so dead, bro. It's like, because you, there's no reason to play the game. You know what I mean? You can get all the quests done in two months and there's no reason to play the game.
2: You know what I mean? It just seems like people are, they're just, they're the types of people that are looking for some reason to poo-poo your idea because it's, it's. It reminds them of. Yeah. Oh well. All we're gonna end up with is neon, LED, Hello Kitty, um, jingling, fucking, yeah, for sure, uh, trinket swinging from the thing, and I don't want that. Everything is a slippery slope. Yeah. Right. Everything is a slippery slope. But the thing is, is that like it doesn't like not
1: everything has to be a slippery slope. Yeah. You don't have to take everything to the end. Fucking exactly. Degree. Let's talk about how literally. In Escape from Tarkov, in this game, that so many people protect as their precious realistic games, there are literally cosmetics that you unlock by paying money with in-game currency. There's a golden gun in the game. There's, There's actually a golden, a golden gun. gun in the game. They added they added And nobody cares about it, nobody uses it because it happens to be a dog shit gun. Yeah. They added cosmetics to the game. Where are my Fortnite dances, right? Where are my custom emotes? Where's my battle pass? Where's, where's all the things they, they say, say, well, if they add cosmetics, well, then they're going to start charging. It's going to be microtransaction. There's going to be naked PMCs and all sorts of weird Burger King ad There's integrations. There's just going to be
2: men naked
1: kissing, and it's going to be Hello Kitty Adventure Island the moment you let me choose my pants. And now we've had cosmetics in the game for, like, almost two years now. They're awesome. There's so many people wear so many different skins. There's, like, a legitimate reason. I want to get to level 55 when I'm a (laughs) he can't hear anything I'm saying I'm just kidding he's not talking (laughs) is he okay
2: I plugged in my thing and was like dude my headphones are so scuffed I I got a cough drop and I dropped it and it shattered and then I bent over and unplugged my
1: headphones just shenanigans
2: now it's broken
1: lick it up off the floor Anyways, I'm saying, like, there's there's cosmetics in the game right now. People love them. It gives me a reason. When I'm a USEC, it gives me a reason to want to get to level 55 because I want to spend 7 million rubles on the Urban Responder pants because I think they're the coolest pants. And, and like, ah, and nobody's freaking freaking out. Also, the the Copium meme has gone too far. So, like, everyone in the chat when I was talking about that idea was, like, copium lamau" And nobody, like, nobody knows what that means anymore. I'm I'm, literally preface this as, like, this would be a cool idea. I don't think they should take any devs off of to do anything. And they'll probably never do it. And everyone's, like, copium. Like, you don't even know what that means anymore. Like... I, I'm Cop- allowed to have an idea without lit- without being someone that's sucking Nikita's dick, being like, "Please God, I believe it. Straits is happening tomorrow. I, I I just know it. I just know it." Like you don't Dude, even know what opium is, is anymore.
2: It's a way for people to do the oh thing that we God. talked
1: about before, which
2: is, I am in the know. Yes, you are clearly ignorant. Yes,
1: the lifeboat so, theory man. And I'm man.
2: going to and I'm going to just basically I, it. it it's the the whole idea of I disagree with you and you're completely wrong, and I'm going to summarize it in one word. Yeah, Copium. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like you know, it's like, like a sheep. sheep. It's, it's it's the new you're a sheep. Yeah, you're a yeah. Oh, you actually believe that medicine actually makes you healthy? Oh, no. they All the pharmacists in the world, it's all a big fucking conspiracy to take your money. They don't care about yeah. your health at all. Doctors, they're just in it for the money. <laughs> they
1: don't actually heal anything. Read the literature. Read the literature.
2: (laughs) It's the the same fucking thing, dude.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, that was my idea. Like, I just, like... I know it's not going to happen. I don't want them pulling devs off of making the audio better to do it. You know what I mean? And I know we're going to get those comments. But, like, I... I would, I would be hard-pressed for somebody to give me a reason why that wouldn't be incredible for the game. And if you didn't... And if you didn't like it, you just didn't have to do it. It's like when we talked, talked about with VoIP, right? Where it's like, how could that be a negative to the game where if you don't enjoy that, you can literally just turn it off? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't want something... So it's like such a cycle, right? If you don't want something... As long as it's implemented in a way where not everybody has to do it, then that's fine. But then also secondarily, if you like this game, you want the game to be healthy, right? So it's like people don't connect all the dots, right? That's stupid. I don't want camos, so screw that. There's no reason why that would be a good idea. 13 minutes later, my raids are dead, man. Nobody's playing this game anymore. It's too late. And it's like, are you not even connecting the dots on like, you only play three hours a week. So you have, you know, like like if they stopped wiping, you have like two years worth of content. And that's okay. I'm not shaming you for only playing three hours a week. You have unlimited content, right? Like there's so, like, there's so much to do in Escape from Tarkov right now that if you only play three to five hours a week, it's going to take you a really long time to get through it. It took but, me 10,000 hours to get bored of the game. You got some fucking yeah, leeway. But if you want the game to be healthy and be full of players, well then the people that, then putting content in that doesn't hurt you in any way, that helps promote people that are in different stages of you that maybe have played longer than you or can have more time to play than you. Keeping them around means your raids are more full, means the percentage of cheaters is probably a little bit lower. Like it's healthier for the game and that's better for you. So it's like people even even realize how these things can potentially benefit them by giving people things to do. You know what I mean? It's like, I, like, I don't understand why WoW is introducing another raid. I I, I haven't got past the first expansion. It's like, yeah, but don't you want other people playing WoW long-term so that you can like get to that content and experience that with them? You know what I mean? Like, No,
2: they, you want the devs to fucking do exactly what you want or to not do
1: exactly what yeah. you want.
2: That's all that matters is the thing you care about. Anything else is bad because it's not the thing that you care yeah. about. And it's taking away from the thing you care about. It might be
1: cheaters. It yeah. might be content. It might be quests. It might be whatever so it's like i feel like and additionally why i get weirded out when people are like vehemently against the idea if you're like if you're like ah the gun camo thing has always been weird to me i'm like oh that's fine like that's all i totally that but when like when people are vehemently against it what I, what i find interesting is that like the cosmetics we have in the game proved everything i said about this in every single point it proved that they can add cosmetics to the game that aren't unicorns and fairies right each faction has like 11 different options for tops and bottoms and they all look cool and they're dope and they're not my little pony. So it's proven that they can do that and make it look realistic. So I believe they can make camos look realistic. Secondarily, it's proven that people are jonesing for stuff to spend money on and things to do. The fact that people still have tracksuit means that for all the completionists out there, like, I know, like, Thick Boy Ben, he's a homie of mine. He doesn't have suit; He's not insane. But he's level 63, and he's still doing his dailies and weeklies because he's just got that completionist, like, I just want to be doing quests. I want to be questing. So it proved the fact that the fact that people are spending, like, tens of millions of rubles on cosmetics and that people are willing to do these quests where it's, like, kill Sturman 25 times for the Mark 18, kill kill 100 times for the tracksuit. It proves that people are jonesing for things to do. So, like, every part of this other idea has been proven to be true in the current Escape from Tarkov that we have, how could this be a bad thing? (laughs) Like, I just don't get it. Yeah, keep puffing the copium, bro. Yeah, keep puffing the copium, bro. Just keep puffing the... Read the literature. Yeah. So, they're never gonna do it, but I had to, like, I had to just, like, get it out to somebody who could just, like, look me in the eye and hear the whole idea, right? Because, like, it's just like, you, and and see
2: that's the thing is that like I never gave a fuck ever about weapon skins, I, I never poo pooed the idea. I just didn't fucking care. And you sold me on it. Yeah. And it's and it's just like the cosmetics. I have played multiple wipes where I paid no attention to the fucking pants or whatever. I just didn't yeah. care. And then also I've had a couple of wipes where I'm like, you know, I really want to save up and get the fucking sick pants and the sick whatever. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah.
1: yeah. It just seems like. And then especially when we talk about we've talked before about how many like how many features like like we don't have like a name for this formula, but there's like the feature. How much development time does it require and how much how much does it actually affect how long people play the game? Like we've talked about like lighthouse, right? Like how many man hours did lighthouse take? And how many people have exclusively continued to ride out Tarkov because Lighthouse was in the game? You know what I mean? What's the benefit? What's the, and I'm not saying like, Lighthouse is a bad example because they want all the maps in, but we've talked about that with other features. So like, the other win for this is that like, comparatively to like, some of these other things, it feels like a relatively small amount of development time and a relatively high amount of like, yield of like, keeping players engaged in the video game, which is ultimately what video games want, is people engaged in the video game. So that just feels like a win there as well. So. Yeah, I don't
2: know. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, now I'm thinking about how much I would love a fucking like a foliage spray and a ghillie yeah. suit. And then I would I might actually enjoy sniping. Yep. I mean, I, I can't see. See, the, the odd thing is, though, is that like if there's a PMC wearing the most ridiculous blue shit st- standing in the open in the field, I can't see him. <laughs> so a ghillie <laughs> Adding suit is not going to be any fucking different. Um.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, so that, that was that's Jesse Kazam's camo idea that'll never come to the game. Uh, that's it for Tarkov. Have you played any more DMZ? I think I saw you playing solo the other day. I played
2: one more <coughs> day of solo. Yeah, it was um, it was kind of similar to. It, it just made me want to play with you again. Yeah, playing with dude it was like I can't explain how how night and day it it is. Playing solo is so fucking... Like, honestly, it's the difference between playing when you... If you played, let's just say, one of the fucking Medal of Honor or Call of Duty games, you know, or or Doom or whatever. Quake on beginner mode versus on, like, nightmare, Nightmare. fucking hell, difficulty, whatever, where it's, like, impossible, right? That's the difference between playing solo and then playing with, like, you and Sealable. Yeah. It was like... I would spawn in, and I'd be surrounded by eight hundred infinitely respawning. There's only so many bullets you have. Yeah. I was basically playing the gun game. I, like I, yeah, I was dying to, I was dying to the fucking bots just as much as the players. Yep. Um. And then when we played, it was fucking Hello, Kill, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, hopping around, memeing. surviving every not raid, teeing, fucking everything, surviving every raid because there's seven bots and each of us kills two and then they're all gone. Yeah. As opposed to you kill seven by the time you've killed three, five more have spawned. And then by the time you kill three, seven more have spawned. And then by yeah. the time, and then all of a sudden a squad of three rolls up. Yeah. As opposed, like, we were just rolling around like, oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. Whereas Solo, I'm like, ah, ah, constantly surrounded, yeah. constantly dying, you know, with nothing. Um, It's so crazy how the same game. Yeah. Like PUBG, when I played PUBG back in the day, Playing solo versus playing solo in squads. I preferred solo in squads. Really? Because, well, because at least at the time, it wouldn't be the case now because I'm so out of practice, but at the time, I was, let's just say, skill wise, eight out of 10 compared to everybody else on average was like three out of 10. Yeah. So I would kill two squads of three or four before I would you know like lose a fight. Yeah. I was more likely to win. So all I needed to do was move intelligently. Yeah. And because I was better isolating 1v1s, I would win the 1v1, I would then win the 1v1. Yeah, I would win yeah. the it was the way that Tarkov used to be that now isn't yeah. for whatever million reasons. Um I mean, yeah, like I was that's when I was fucking top 10 in NA was was back in the day playing like that. Yeah. Um I had just as many chicken dinners in PUBG when I was playing solo, in squad mode, yeah, um, than I did playing with squads. Uh, it's so it's just so weird that like, and yeah. I think it's because of the bots. It's because the bots, yeah,
1: yeah. It, so like, I played uh, the other night for a few hours, and we didn't survive a single raid. So like, a few things are happening. I feel like they turned up the bots. Their difficulty which makes me sad because I was praising because they didn't need the difficulty because they had the quantity and it feels like they have the quantity and the difficulty now. And that makes me really, really sad. And I don't know. I don't know that there was an update. There wasn't a patch note that said you think that between when you,
2: when we played together and when I played solo, you think that between that so at
1: some pa- time in between between when you and me played and then two days ago when I played, uh, something absolutely felt different. I played for fifteen hours on launch day, straight. Uh, and it and the AI felt very very different. I don't even know. It could even be that they didn't up the difficulty, but they upped the ratio because there's tier one, tier two, and tier three enemies. Um, maybe so there's just more. Maybe tier they just two yeah. Maybe they changed the ratio. I don't know, but something yeah. absolutely feels like it changed, and that makes me really sad because I think that was one of my favorite features about DMZ. If they want... No, it, dude, you're just fucking... You're burnt. Yeah, if they want th- more Tier 2s and Tier 3s, in my opinion, they need to re- release or reduce the quantity of them. But, I mean, if you, you don't dr- a pop of smoke and a helicopter come down and eight heavies will come off, like the Tier 3s, and you're like, as a solo, bro, you just can't... You just can't do that and then yeah. be okay to fight a three-man. You know what I mean? So, like... So, that makes me sad. And then, additionally, what I also called on day one. On day one, there was, like, relatively very low PvP. And it was, like, the way Nice Guy described it was it was, like, releasing everybody on shoreline and the, and it takes a few hours or days or weeks to figure out where the loot is, where the PvP hotspot is, why yeah, we yeah. go there, and what the timing of the spawns are. Yeah, not everybody was going school on day one exactly. of exactly. Yeah. So that's what's happening. It's like we played the other night and it was, like... 3v3v3v3v3v3 v3 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 d- I mean it was just non-stop PvP non-stop mm. PvP and that was one of the things where everyone's like there's not enough PvP in DMZ there's not enough PvP in DMZ bro if you liked DMZ and you didn't think there was enough PvP play it again because people are Do you think they
2: maybe did you think maybe they up the number of players in a map and up the number of bots they because maybe people were saying it was too slow and too boring they
1: could have upped the number of players I I think I was I was team let's wait and see don't change anything because we need the player base to figure that out because like people people who say there's not enough PM, pvp and dmz are like high on crack there's two spots on the map that are like just literal pvp zones there's the weapon case where if you extract it you get a bunch of xp by killing the boss and taking the weapon case you're literally marked for every other person on the map right so like that is the every raid PvP catalyst, right? Like, if you want PvP, follow the weapons case, because you're going to find it. Then there's the radiation zone, where people are trying to get that M13 unlocked. There's probably PvP there. Additionally, all over the map, there's those little green phone contracts. One of those is Hunt Squad, and if you accept it, it literally marks on your map where a squad of people are, and you have five minutes to go kill them. Yeah, It's PvP. They know that they're marked. They don't know where you're coming from, but they know that you're marked, so it's like, like, I got marked. We got marked like multiple times every raid that last time I played because people want the PvP. So it's like, if you want PvP, it's there, you can absolutely go for it. Um, so I mean, maybe I was just having a bad day too and, and sucking, but like, it felt like they upped oh, the, you're washed, yeah, I'm you're straight washed. washed. It felt like the PvP was increasing more so because people are just starting to understand the map, unless uh, maybe they increase the amount of pmc's i don't know um but then it also felt like the ai kind of went nuts um so i don't know i hope they continue to tinker with that
2: but also just just wait for the next fucking five years when everything starts to feel like that every month it starts to feel harder and harder and harder and everybody's just continuously telling you that it's it's easier (laughs) for you bro Yeah, there's less. Yeah, there's less PvP. It seems like everybody's a noob and the bots are easy, dude. Yeah. Then you start to like, look, fucking, had to sit there and the looking in the mirror, wondering like, what?
1: Maybe I suck. Have I gotten? <laughs> have I gotten old? Um, or is everybody a
2: fucking idiot?
1: So I'm definitely still like very bullish and excited for DMZ. Uh, oh, yo, hold on. I'm about to run out of hard drive space. Don't. Do Monka. We got it. I moved a file and just forgot to delete it to free up the space.
2: Um, Oh
1: no, no, no. There we go. I'm very like, because I think, I still think the core gameplay loop is really fun. And I think all of the major issues that I have with the game are either easily addressable or have already been acknowledged and addressed by the devs. And I think like one or two seasons worth of like, Updates to the game, balancing of the game, additional content, extra out of rate stuff. And I think, bro, I think I still, I still think it has a ton of potential. So like, that's why I'm saying. Like next year could be like cracked. Now this might be a little bit of actual copium, but like next year could be cracked. If like we get streets, Tarkov actually does some really cool stuff at some point in the year we get arena or at least public testing of the arena and DMZ gets some fatty updates you know what I mean like it could be like an awesome time to be like in this genre of video games you know what I mean Um, or we could be sitting here next year being like do you think streets is gonna come out
2: (laughs) I'd be like dude I don't know purple space program too. yeah true um, or I'm gonna be like I don't know, just dog shit, just like fucking rock band or rocksmith. Oh or yeah,
1: or like, rip. Garage Hero. So uh, so yeah, so uh, yeah, I've been playing a little bit. Um, but yeah, Chess Two will be finally coming out.
2: Yeah, if only.
1: Yep. So yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much the stuff.
2: Oh my god! Should I? How long have we been going for? An
1: hour you know, and forty six minutes.
2: Should should I, I? I had like three people being like, "Yo, you, you want to give a fucking preview of story time?" And I'm wondering, oh, we should do up.
1: another story time. Should
2: I do? Should, do you have a story that you want to tell? I mean, because I've got stories, but not I off I don't, the top of my
1: head. I should think of some though. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm because last week was the woman with the like nuclear launch codes or the, whatever, the, right? Like <laughs>
2: <laughs> the microwave, yeah, fucking the microwave. government microwave <laughs> technology radiation.
1: Oh shit! Okay,
2: so I'm I had been dating my my wife for a few years. Uh, I was coming home from some holiday. It might have been like Christmas Eve or whatever. It was a fucking crazy blizzard crazy oh. blizzard
1: what are now, those I, I live in florida i don't understand
2: <laughs> fuck you um i mean just like there ended up being like four fucking five feet of snow a- after this storm so i was driving home um i think i had this is when i had my bmw i had a three series all-wheel drive um it was pretty good in the snow but nice it was going it was like I was going maybe 40 on the highway, which is about half of what I normally do, because it was just like, you could barely see, you know, and this dude is driving (laughs) in, uh, it was like a fucking Nissan Altima or something, just a random ass sedan. Okay. And the dude comes like flying by in the fast lane. I'm just like in the middle, you know, like white knuckle, just making sure like I'm not, I was kind of tired, you know, and I'm just like, I just don't want to die on the way home. Um, good, but I mean, I've driven, I've driven a ton in the snow. So like, yeah my whole life it's not a huge huge deal um the guy comes like kind of flying by and then he like slows down and I'm like it was one of those things like if you were driving you see someone pass you and then you see them slow down I my gut reaction is like he's about to drive by shoot me like he's coming back to say something to me you know but he like didn't and then all of a sudden he like fell back and then kind of came forward and then started to drift slowly to, into like my lane and then into the right lane and then drift back the other way and so on the highway there's like a three-foot fucking snowbank in the middle like where the where the, yeah. the guardrail is and he just slowly not solely he's doing about 60 just goes into the fucking snowbank i see the back end of his car come up i'm like holy fuck this guy just fucking like and, of course, like, I'm slowing down, trying not to, you know, with all the cars around and stuff, trying not to fucking die. So, but I'm, like, I'm one of those people that I, I'm, like, huge on be the person you want to be. Yeah. Don't say you're going to do the thing. And then when it happens, don't do the thing. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm fucking pulling over. And I'm going to see if this person's okay. I'm, gonna, I'm not just going to keep driving. Yeah. Like, it would be easy to just keep fucking driving. So I pull over. And, of course, I'm pulling over. In the median fast lane, you know, uh, the, the left lane, I get out of my car and I run up and the guy's like got his head on the fucking um, steering wheel. And I like knock on the window. I'm like, holy shit, are you OK? And he like looks up and he like waves at me like, yeah, I'm fine. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And I see all these empty fucking beer cans in his. Uh. And I could smell. He just smells like I mean, The dude was hammered and i was like dude!" and i was like yo dog i'm gonna call like an ambulance you know whatever like he shouldn't be fucking driving he's like no 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 no, it's fine and i'm sitting there like with like leaned in on the window and it's like it's also like smoked fucking like not not like tinted but like smoked yeah yeah probably like wipe the fucking it just yeah it smelled dank and uh boozy in there as I'm leaning in, the guy's like, no, no, dude, it's fine. Putting the car in reverse. And like, I'm like, dog, you're not going anywhere. I'm like, I already called 911. They're coming. I told them where we're between exit, whatever, and whatever. And he's like, no, no, no. He just pulls away and just drives away. Bro. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I, actually, you know what? I think I might have had, like, been on the phone with them already when he was, like, pulling away. And they're like, well, don't let him leave. I'm like, what am I supposed <laughs> yeah. to do? So they're like, well, follow him. <laughs> So I get back in my car, and I'm following the guy, and he's going 50, 60, 70.
1: No shot, bro.
2: Into the fucking median again. The guy goes flying into the snowbank. I pull over, and this time I, like, pull in front of him. Block him in. And I block him in. I'm like, bro, you ain't fucking. And then so another guy pulls up in, like, a big lifted truck, and he's like, I'll help you get out, man. It's no problem. I'm like, dog, no. Like, don't help him get out. His car is fucking stuck. And the guy, like, doesn't get the fucking memo. He doesn't get the picture. I'm like, I'm on the phone with the police. The guy ends up, like, nudging the car out for the guy. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. I, the, I can't, like, I'm not going to stop this. I'm yeah, not going to, yeah, like, what am I going to do? Fight these two guys? He's, like, come on now. <laughs> the guy drives away again. So they're like, oh no shot. And I'm like, he's going 60, 70. I like, the guy's cruising. And there's, like, an inch of snow and ice on the road Dude. on the highway and they're like, follow, him. keep up with them. So I'm in like a high speed chase following the guy. They're like, tell us if he turns. I'm like, he got off at this exit. They're basically made me high speed chase this motherfucker until eventually they pull the guy over. But I had to fucking tail this dude that for like 45
1: minutes. Insane. And
2: he crashed twice. Dude, his front that bumper dude, was hanging off. His, his, um The fact
1: is that oh. he got out both times and was just like, nah, fam, I'm chill. And just keeps ripping
2: Dude, it's amazing because, like, I'll be in my driveway and if I don't clear with my snowblower enough, my car is not its not moving, right? Like, if it's a front-wheel drive, yeah. somehow this asshole got out after hitting a snowbank at 80 miles an hour, managed to get his fucking Nissan out twice and it was still drivable. Like,
1: you son of a bitch. That is insane.
2: And it was, like, one of those things, like, I had to wait after I followed the guy for, like, 40 minutes. And um, I had to wait, like, another fucking 20 minutes while they talked to the guy. Then they had me fill out. A police report and of course i have to like it was 4 p.m on a sunday afternoon you know like i have to fucking it's like a three-page thing Yeah. i need to make sure all the in They're like all right you know we'll call you and then i just never heard anything back ever again it was just like
1: what happened to just, him
2: yeah wild just a fucking wild where
1: do you think that guy is right now hopefully, hopefully alive in a, in
2: a snowbank yeah i mean in fucking um you ever seen ice road truckers <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not it's not if you go in the ditch it's when you go in the ditch
1: <laughs> yeah true
2: Wow, Y-y-y-y. that's it's insane. a Nissan commercial. Yeah, this whole thing was like you've been punked. This is a uh, you've now won. Nissan a brand can new get Eson out Optimus. of anything. You can crash. You can get hammered and crash into a snowbank, and you'll be fine, dude. That's Hashtag crazy. Sponsored by <laughs> Nissan,
1: bro. We that actually does remind me. We were we were like road tripping or something, and uh we were driving, and we were on this like highway and on
2: shrooms or you said road tripping
1: not Ro- yeah 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 road tripping yep and so we were that's, that's we, this
2: guy was road tripping
1: we were on this highway and we have to like slam on our brakes because somebody like comes across cuz there's like an exit like a turn and somebody just drifts across at like 17 miles per hour so we have to like slam on our brakes and then he drifts on and we keep going and one of the guys with, with that was with us was like i think that dude passed out like, I, like there was a driver in it, but he was like, I think, I don't think he was conscious. Like we should stop. So we were like, ah, oh God, we got to stop wild. right now. Right. So we like stop. And so it was like a highway, but it, he, the, the person had crossed over and was now on like a much smaller road, just like going by some houses drifted off by the time we, cause we had a trailer attached. So we couldn't turn a whip around on the highway. So we just pulled over immediately and all hopped out and ran back to the exit. And by the time the, the person had, Slowed down enough, but they had like kind of cruised across by some houses into like kind of cattywampus into a driveway and then hit a house. Not enough to like fly through because he the the woman was unconscious. But so now we run up and there's like there's this woman in the car. She's not conscious. We open the door and she just hit this house and nobody come out. So we knock on the door and we were like. Like one person's calling 911 and the other person's like, like, hey, yeah, dude. So the, the, one of the odds of this, the the door opens and the guy goes, mom, she had crashed into her own house somehow from like, she lost consciousness, like uh, heading up the ramp Crossed the exit onto this road and just, like, drifted straight by. Straight the whole
2: time, or was she kind of half-conscious?
1: I have no—I mean, we don't know, but she drifted she like, by the, a few houses. Maybe she, like, subconsciously— Was it straight, or was there, like, a stop sign and a right No, it turn was, like—so it was a highway, but then the, the cross thing was a pretty small road that crosses over this highway. So she kind of, like, flew past the— stop sign into that's when then cross over the highway. That's where we slammed on our brakes the other side and it was kind of a straightaway but she passed a few other houses and then went into this driveway. So I don't know if she was like in and out of consciousness Yeah, yeah. but it was to us it was just like this random like like that was like the, the you, thought l- you had to give the people the bad news. When, when, this- yeah, when the, we knock on the door the absolute last word we think that's going to come out of this dude's mouth is mom. Like we were like, wait, you know, like it was crazy. Now the ambulance came. And then came. Did you just leave? The ambulance came. They were like, she's okay. We just have to, like, she was alive. She hadn't died or anything. The, the impact wasn't anything nuts. Um, They got her. The sun went. And we were just like, peace. And, we just, and, you, like, and you'll hopped. never know no, like, what I, I had no idea.
2: Dude, the same thing. Literally almost the same thing happened to me. This is another story time, but it's so short that it's worth yeah, just yeah, putting yeah. in here because it's so appropriate. I was in traffic. Coming home from work when I back when I was in the robotics industry and it was like anybody who lives in the New England area, if if I say Route 3 traffic at 430, like it's just sitting there, you're just fucking on the highway doing five. Just it's like a parking lot, basically. And the person next to me at one point, we're like, you know, we're going. And they're in the fast lane, but nobody's going fast. And the car just kind of drifts off. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I'm thinking they just might be pulling over to like, yeah do something and they go clunk into the fucking guardrail and just <laughs> and i'm like oh shit oh shit oh shit and then eventually they stop and i'm like i you know i'm gonna get out and do yeah. something um oh yeah that reminds me i gotta put another i have so many like i gotta get out of my car and do something stories <laughs> um um yeah homeless guy seizure okay um and so and i so i walk up to the the passenger side door and there's a woman i would guess maybe somewhere between like 26 and 32 um a little bit of a bigger woman and she's <laughs> she's completely out completely oh. fucking out and so i'm thinking um either she had a seizure Maybe a heart attack, but I f- felt it uh, thought either a seizure or some sort of diabetic, yeah, uh, you know, like super low blood sugar, whatever. She, I mean, she was drooling kind of all over herself. Her window was cracked a little bit, um, and she had music playing or whatever. So and I'm like, Hello, hello, hey, do you need help? Like, are you diabetic? I have 911, I'm, I'm you know, like, are you diabetic? Do you need medication? You know, whatever. And she comes to and she looks at me and she's like, oh, oh, oh. like, I am Satan. Like she, I like, like I had kidnapped her or was like rapist or she just looked at me like, Oh my God. I'm like, "I'm are you okay? I'm, I'm just trying to help. Like I had never felt so like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's crazy. I'm not here to hurt <laughs> you. Like,
2: you know, it, it would be like the equivalent of opening your eyes at night in bed and there's just somebody there. You're like, Whoa, what the hell? That's how she reacted. Yeah, I think She had no idea what happened yeah um so she was freaked the fuck out and like closed the window and like and i just basically waited until the police came and they were like all right thanks and i drove away and i'll never know what dude that's so crazy but it'll I, the, the way that she looked at me is the way i never want any human being to
1: ever look yeah at me. yeah for sure it's, it's like it's understandable because it's so startling and you have no idea no. how long they lost but you're like no, I, I am not here. I'm not that. Like, you know, whatever. And what you're do thinking. I say?
2: Like, whatever it is you're thinking, I'm not that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I'm not the succubus trying to like like I was the girl from the ring that just crawled out. of the yeah. fucking <laughs> Into her car. Oh, my God. But yeah, it was wild. Oh, that's that's so crazy. They were like, yeah, there's she passed out. And I'm like, OK, wait a minute. This wait really a weird. minute. <laughs> Dude, life is crazy. <laughs> I'm glad I remembered the homeless drunk guy. I'm excited to hear that one. I mean, uh not sorry, not drunk. Almost yeah, seizure guy. Is, yeah, this is kind of a crazy On one. On next week's oh, yeah.
1: episode of the podcast. If you made it this far, comment story time. <laughs> In the YouTube video.
2: Yeah, we gotta get like gotta get one of those nice little sweaters and sit down and change my shoes. Yeah, do you know what, you know what I'm referencing?
1: Uh Mr Oh, what's his name? Mr. I almost
2: wanted to say Mister Hey Arnold because I, mis- I also can't. Hey Arnold, Mister Mister Roberts, Mister Roberts, Rob- Mister Roberts. No, Mister. Wait, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> I can't remember. Mister Mister. Oh, yeah. Tony Robbins. No, uh, Mr. Rogers. Rogers. God. God. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Robert? Robbins? Robbins. Dude, uh, how did we have Mr.
1: <laughs> Rogers? You were like, you were like, do you know what that's from? And then you were like, wait. Yeah, and I was like, wait, what is what is it? What is it from?
2: Won't you be my neighbor? <sighs> uh, now, now I want to watch Bob Ross. I don't know why that made me think of. I don't want to watch Mr. I want to watch Mr.
1: Rogers. Yeah, I want to watch, but... watch Bob Ross.
2: Yeah, I'm nice. gonna watch that. I'm gonna play chess. I'm gonna watch fucking Bob Ross. That feels like a good chess vibe, dude. There was that's like how when I first got into Twitch, really was when Bob Ross was like fifty thousand viewer trending on Twitch when he oh, had like a channel.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Was that like eight years ago or something? It was like a that? while ago. Yeah, that was when I really first started to like. That was when I. Began to understand the what Twitch chat yeah is. the collective it's viewing
1: experience
2: it's <laughs> basically like a, the wave at a baseball game in text form yeah the fact that every time he would do something and it would look scuffed everybody would be like ruined ruined ruined, <laughs> ruined ruined. and then he would turn it into some amazing thing and then it would be like fix save, saved saved yeah saved and it was just like all the emotes and, yeah. and then what do you say beat the devil out of it you know everybody would fucking spam like be gone devil like yeah. you know praise jesus like it's just all of the memes and the repetition and you're just like a part of the a part of this like almost like a call and response yeah, yeah. kind of thing where it's like he did the thing you got to do the thing you know what i mean it's yep. yeah so much more enjoyable than like that's the that was the epitome of peak twitch was yeah. that it'll never be as good as
1: that cuz it was so wholesome
2: yeah, it wasn't like, you know, you get the same kind of thing, but usually it's like XQC or yeah. Asmongold or whatever, and it's like half of its fucking people spamming like racist memes yeah. or whatever. Um, but that was just purely people enjoying themselves on a the yep. like wholesome. There's just a nice dude with a squirrel in his pocket. You remember that? No. You had no reaction. he had a little pet squirrel that would sit in his pocket. How much more wholesome? Yeah, it was fucking adorable. That's incredible. Unless I fever dream that. I'm fairly (laughs) certain that was true. And you know, also, he was like, used to be like in the Marines or whatever. Like he was. I heard that. I didn't know if that was like a rumor or if that was real life. So, yeah, he just like turned into a squirrel loving fucking pacifist. The 50,000 viewers on Twitch. Yeah. After he's fucking dead. Yeah. Poor poor thing. Yeah. I'm sure someone probably made bank off of that. and And it wasn't his estate. Probably. Well, Peapod, his name was Peapod. Peapod the squirrel? Peapod the pocket squirrel.
1: Okay, I'm not crazy. Peapod the pocket squirrel.
2: Oh, I'm 100% watching this dude. It's on his
1: head. Oh, God.
2: Yep. Peapod the pocket squirrel. Wow. Yeah, you know, I I tried... uh, i did the bob ross i bought like the kit and tried it once oh yeah yeah if you've ever seen like any expectation versus reality (laughs) meme it is precisely that yeah i didn't have the anything anywhere (laughs) to to smack off the fucking paint thinner yeah i did it in my dining room so everything was just kind of (laughs) like smudged together Incredible. It's somewhere on my Twitter. If you go to my Twitter, go to media, and then scroll down like three hundred and fifty-seven fucking years. There's a side by side of uh the Bob Ross.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see. That's actually amazing. Um well. Solid episode. We had some some news. We had some solid story times. We had some nudes. We had some nudes. We had some four there's four skins on we the guns some circumcision on the escape for dark up. Um but yeah, bro, it's weird that it's Sunday. So I'll I need to I'll have to like mass edit this and then get it out tomorrow. Um but yeah, yo, we'll see, man. Tomorrow it's the downtime is I think like two to something, two a.m. to six a.m. Eastern time. We'll see. Not expecting anything crazy, but Uh, maybe, maybe uh, pre-wipe starts. Maybe Nikita is listening to the podcast, and he's implementing my camo idea tomorrow. Copium. Yeah,
2: maybe maybe they'll fix the game
1: tomorrow. Wow. Maybe they'll maybe they'll ban the cheaters, all of them tomorrow. You think they'll ban the cheaters? Wow. Four hours it'll take them to ban them all. Um, but yeah, so uh, I do think we are getting into that season though, where Tarkov is going to have a lot going on. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, but uh, thanks for hanging. Story time in the comments if you made it this far. And uh, we'll definitely see you all along the next one. Peace.
4: It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust.